Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's showtime. And here we go. One, two, three, four! Are you the gatekeeper? Come and listen to the idiot! Hey, everybody! The idiots are For I am Costanza, Lord of the Idiots. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X proudly brings to you its WWF Tag Team Champion of the World! The Road Dog, Jesse James! The Badass, Billy Gunn! The New Age of War! And of course, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you! What's up? Blackhawks and Hassel Tribe, today is the Tuesday. What was that? <laughs> Tuesday, July uh, 14th. Thanks for downloading listening to this fucking Hostel Shoutcast number 34, the... Dean McCammond episode. But an honorable Ooh. mention to two of my favorite 34s, Jim Dowd and Reed Lowe. And Dominic Hasek, of course. No, we just sweep that under the rug. <laughs> He's too successful elsewhere. Never happened. Welcome to our lonely and desolate little corner of the worldwide wine, where it's been extra whiny today. <laughs> uh, where we have been affectionately anointed the meatballs of the hockey podcast. I always trip over that word. The meatballs of the hockey podcasting world, thanks to our iTunes reviewers. We have also been... We are also the self-proclaimed favorite podcast of Jake Proud, Zed the Brewer, BassFrog88, as well as Anonymous People. And the people consist of the millions <laughs> of Puckin' Hostel, Shoutcast fans <laughs> all over these that are interested. Are you sure that was a fucking Red Bull you had? Uh, I am pr- <laughs> well, that's what it is. My tongue's moving faster than the rest. Uh, gatekeeper here. High life. Gatekeeper here with my partners in crime, Evergreen Park's very own Barney Gumble, Patrick Stankus. Uh, I got a quick question. Yeah? If me and you are Road Dog and Badass Billy Gunn, what does that make Mr. Harms? China? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we, so we're here with the China of, of the Shoutcast and Twitter's troll, Derek Harms. Yeah, live. 130 <laughs> miles from the All-Star game that nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> Uh, I, I pulled some more clips for you guys. Serenity now! <laughs> That's going to be oh, useful I, later. Yeah, I, I got a couple of those, yeah. The rage will be strong in this podcast. Yes, the rage will be strong. So, 
Yeah, what's going on, boys? How's things? Um, well, you know, this is a baseball podcast, right? We're not talking, you know. Hey, uh, you're deleting things off of the, uh, whoever's working on the, the, uh, outline, you're deleting things. That was me, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You bastard. I was just, I was just, like, randomly clicking. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I just see things disappearing, and I'm like, oh. So, uh, yeah, I guess we've had a couple things go down. Uh, Mr. Harms went on vacation last week, so it took a little time for you to catch up. Well, well, we I was still paying attention. It's just we were loosely paying attention while we were trying we were ragging on you most of the day. Yeah. But now you're back, unfortunately. I had twelve family members in my house at one time. Yeesh. No, thank nope. you. I wouldn't invite twelve. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't and know then they I... left, and I caught all the germs that they had. So lovely joy. Lovely. And Wait, Pat was just in a drunken stupor and decided to finally write an article. Yeah. Thanks for calling me out on that, Chief. <laughs> I get paid for overtime on that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, clearly. It, it, it had been like three weeks since you had written anything. Since they was like, what, game four? I, I meant to tell you that I was battling the whole postseason with, you know, broken fingers. So, you know, I have to have time to nurse it. Oh, well, yeah. Like, so he's, had, like the, he's like the Canadian insiders. Like, the day after free agency, they all go on vacation for the rest of the summer. Hey, you know what? Lay off me. At least I haven't crashed my car into a Dunkin' Donuts and left the seat. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Tim Hortons, not a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I don't have a Tim Hortons by me. I got a Dunkin' Donuts. Thank God, because yeah, I had, there's, I had one Tim Hort- a, there's one attached to the Columbus uh, Arena. I've been there. And so Brandon Sod is going to love himself some Timbits. <laughs> I had Tim Timmy's in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Let me tell you, I was not impressed. Um, dude, Tim all. Horton's coffee is the shit. Yeah, I, that's oh, what I yeah. had. I had their coffee. It must have been because it was in Michigan. Yeah, yeah it must have been because you had you still had the taste of dick in your mouth. But you know, <laughs> this is a lot to go on. This is not a society. This is not okay. <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. So yeah, uh, could you go back on vacation, please? No. <laughs> no, I'm going on vacation next week. Yeah, well, sorry. I take my vacations in the off season. We're not going to miss dur- anything. So not during the season, like you, and then leave the keys to the fucking hostel for me. Yeah, well, you know, hey, hey well, totally now you have now you'll have someone else to help you uh, with the keys while he's gone. Oh yeah, as long as he leaves the company. Quick, oh, I'm sure you'll stop. be all warmed up and ready to go next week to be harassing someone <laughs> when the Brandon uh, or the uh, Brian Bickle trade happens. And they throw in Tavu Teravainen. God, kill me. Boy, that, that comment ruffled some feathers, too. <laughs> you would think, like you say all the time, a site called Puckin' Hostel, it might take a joke, people. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man. I I think, like, Blackhawk's Twitter would just spontaneously combust if that happened. You Especially never, Cheer the Anthem. Cheer the never, Anthem would just, well, like... Yeah. You know, it, now, the, now the with, the, with the things that have happened lately, I, who knows? It, nothing's going to surprise me. I'm just expecting the fucking everything to be up for grabs. I'm expecting to either be a on the middle in the middle of a golf game next week, or b stuck on a Ferris wheel, and Corey Crawford's going to get traded, and I'm going to be furious. Well, I thought you were going to say gonna, drunk. He's going to get traded because he's not he's uh, not going to be at the convention, so he's clearly getting traded. Yeah, along with Seabrook and a couple other guys, right? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I said Seabrook to Edmonton three years ago, and it didn't happen, so... 
Yeah. Well, that's before his contract. Is uh, he signed that last con- the current contract? Well, after this last thing, I don't think Seabrook's going anywhere. I don't think so. Well, we've been surprised before. Yeah, I know. Well, Brandon said he. Well, I I feel like I feel like Bowman had a plan going into this, and <laughs> the shit hit the fan, and now he's just kind of free balling it right now. Well, yeah, his plan seems like it had a lot of holes in it at this point because. Well, I think he thought it was e- it was going to be a lot easier to move Sharp and Bickle and Versteeg. Than it actually was. Well, yeah, you, yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll we'll get a little more. In there. Let's get into this other stuff first, and then we'll get into the Hawks stuff where we can yeah. spend the last hour debating. This Christ stuff. Almighty, you had to list every fucking signing. <laughs> just the, no, this is not every signing. These are just ones that are notable. So, Barrett Jackman is notable. Kiss yes, he is notable. Uh, no, I I have some I have stuff on that. All right. Anyway, all right. Let's go. <laughs> we'll start with the general NHL stuff. So it was free agent frenzy. I know it's a shitty name, but it's the best like, the best we can do. Uh, you know, free agency was right after was I guess we recorded the day before free agency. Smart yeah. planning by us. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was because we had the Brandon Sod trade to talk about. Ugh. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> well, on that note, Brandon Sod gets a six year, uh, six million dollar a year. Um, uh, yeah contract with the I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry coming out of an entry level contract you're not worth six six thirty six million dollars but the Just problem not. I have with that is who's to say in year two or three six million bucks isn't the going rate for Brandon Zod no and probably not I mean and it's becoming more and more commonplace that these big star players coming off their entry level contracts don't take bridge deals and they get big money well look yeah. at what Bickle mm. left Bickle went from like five hundred and sixty-six thousand to four million. So well, that's because his agent blows. Yeah. yeah. Who, neg- who negotiates a bridge deal worth five hundred thousand a year? Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, in a couple may, of years, Brandon Saw is going to be worth that. But it may or may I, not. It is a big roll of the dice. And okay, you know, I said I was going to hold out and, and you know see what Saad got signed for before I, you know, came up with my full judgment on it. And okay, fine. The Blackhawks couldn't afford that. Yeah, and I wonder. I wonder though, like how hard, because I remember Chris Block said this on the the podcast, like how hard the Blackhawks front office was cheering for Brandon Saad to get six million plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we all were kind of. I mean, because then then they will then they look really stupid if it you know. Let's say he signs for four point five five million a year, right? Oh God. Yeah. And uh, would have lost their shit. I would have lost my shit. Yeah, it would have been. Anarchy. I would have. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been like Costanza says. It would have been anarchy because uh, there would have been no excuse for that to, to you know to give up a guy that's like you know twenty two years old and has all that promise, and then they bring in a guy who's twenty seven or whatever. A Nissan. Yeah, office. and the people, the people and saying, oh that. well, Brandon Saad's not going to be as good without Jonathan Taves. Eh, you know, he's got Ryan Johansson, and Ryan Johansson's like that. He's that next wave of top tier centers. So yeah, but he yeah. still hasn't earned his tape money yet. So. <laughs> yeah, indeed. He's got to yeah. hold out of uh, training camp. Pat is going to hold on to that one for. Oh, that's the greatest line ever. But <laughs> <laughs> an interesting stat about Sad too going to Columbus. You know whose former number he's going to be wearing, or former Jake Skilly? Close, Tim Erickson. Oh, Oof. I should have bought that Erickson jersey when I was there. Oof. Man, I you could have just switched the, a nameplate on it. Exactly. Yeah. 
I can't do that with my Stadium Series Sod jersey. I mean, as much as I'd like to convert it to an Andy Hilbert or Robert Lang, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> well, and I now have to retire my two Brandon Sod uh, player shirts and my uh, Patrick Sharp player shirt. No, no, no. For the Puck and Hustle of Road Watch, you wear the, the Sod shirt and I'll wear the Skilly shirt and Derek will find something for you out of the prize closet. And, you know, <laughs> the prize closet. You can probably wear, go with the Adrian Coin shirt that I have. I'll wear one of the 30 Barrett Jackman jerseys I ordered. <laughs> the Adrian Groin. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, okay. yeah, we, I'm going to miss Brandon Saad, but... We'll all miss Brandon Saad. That's, and, you know, I hope he does well there. Because I was planning on buying a Brandon Saad jersey. So was like, I. As soon as he signed his, his new contract. But, so was I. Hey! So was I. Um, but then uh, right after that, or actually during that whole thing with the draft and everything, when they when uh, Columbus announced that Mike Riley was, or uh, not Columbus, but Minnesota announced that Mike Riley was signing with them, uh, then Johansson and Dubinsky go on Twitter like a bunch of dumb fucks and uh, cry like little women. I shouldn't say women because I take that back. That was wrong for me to say. Cry like a bunch of little kids, I should say. Yeah, I mean, I can see the, these these um, college player. I don't know if you'd call them loopholes, or whatever in the C, in the CBA. Come the next CBA in what twenty twenty two? Yeah, I think it is. I think they're they're going to be changing this because there are too many players nowadays going the uh, the uh, fucking Jimmy or not Jimmy Kevin Hayes route, and it's. It's because they want they, the NHL wants all their talent filtered through the draft, and this is not good for no, teams. No, no, it's not good at all. I mean, you got more and more. It started with what was it, Justin Schultz? Yep, with him, Justin Schultz. Yeah. So players are just gonna players are gonna choose to go to college instead of going back to junior, and then and then stay in college for four years and then become a free agent and make more money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense for them. It's smart for them, but it's kind of shitty for these teams that drafted them and spent money. Well, yeah, and then you're going to have less teams uh, drafting any kid that's going to, you know... Go to college. Go anywhere remotely close to college, yeah. So... Um, so there, there's that, um, you know... Are you moving around there? It sounds like you're scratching your nuts or something. Uh, I think my microphone... <laughs> All I hear is like, yeah. Um, oh, dude, I'm, yeah, I'm totally scratching my ball. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Ryan O'Reilly, as someone mentioned earlier, Mister Mister Stankus, uh, Ryan O'Reilly just uh, yesterday uh, basically bought a brand new truck, drove drunk, crashed it into a Tim Hortons, fled the scene. And all this after signing a seven seven years seven point five million dollar deal in Buffalo, so that's just looking better and better for him. Mm. And here's here's the fun part about his new contract is because eighty seven percent of the money in that contract comes in signing bonuses yeah. every year, and so this contract is essentially buyout proof. Yeah. So if they wanted to like buy him out on like moral issues, like. Um, Mike Richards or whatever. Yeah, but they, they can't. That's not a buyout. That's a that's a contract termination. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. But like, they can't. The, this contract is essentially buyout proof. Yeah. So yeah, they can't yeah. do the buyout, but they could terminate on you know. They're not going to terminate on driving drunk. I mean, you you know, you would have to do something a little worse than that. But isn't gonna, that nice though? Like, 
if a regular human being gets a, a DUI, they can't even find a job because places won't hire them. But a hockey player gets a DUI, and it's like, ah, just you, you'll be all right. Yeah. Well, that's how it is in every sport. I mean, look at these assholes in the NFL blowing their goddamn hands off like a couple of dickheads. <laughs> I mean, I was just talking with someone who, you know, makes their living very well by playing an instrument. And uh, I'm like, you know, look, you do not do things with your hands that put your hands at risk for a reason. And there's a reason you've had a long career and all this stuff. Now, these assholes are running around that, you know, their, their bodies are what, how they make their living. And they're out there fucking blowing off fireworks and blowing their fingers off like a bunch of dickheads. Yeah, and they probably don't eat – some of these players, because they play like the, the lower tier positions, they probably even fucking have guaranteed money in their contracts. So. No, there Good isn't luck. a whole lot of guaranteed money in the NFL. And no. the one guy from the, the Bucks, he was just – you know, he's like a – backup cornerback, and he blew, like, what, two fingers off? And then uh, Jason uh, Pierre-Paul, he was yeah. negotiating a new contract, and the Giants pulled it off the table after he blew one of his fingers off. Yeah. Well, at least you know, at least they weren't like that guy in Maine and blew his head off because he was launching. Oh, yeah, and then, and then his, his mom head. comes out and says, we need we need uh, tougher, you know. Laws. Yeah. It, what what fucking... is, is this going to turn into, like, is this going to turn into, like, the lady that sued McDonald's because she burned herself with coffee? Yeah. Like, Everyone's next thing, happy all the fireworks are going to have a warning on them. Warning, do not put this on your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. Do not hold in your hand. Do not put on your head. Do not strap to your dick. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I got nothing to follow that up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then. Um, so, after the Ryan Riley thing, the, the other, the, the new latest signing... It's a big one, literally a big one. Uh, John Scott signed in uh, Arizona. I'm Take for say, Matthews. Yeah, I'm not going to put. A, I'm not going to call. I'm not going to put a dollar in the uh, the kitty jar and call him Phoenix. But, yeah, maybe maybe they maybe they're signing John Scott to beat the shit out of the mayor of Glendale. They should. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed he didn't sign for two years so he could play in Vegas next year, and then we could have the Mayweather versus Scott fight. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was the sideshow signing of this whole thing. Um, we'll go uh, we'll go down the the group here. Uh, Tarasenko signed in St. Louis, eight, <laughs> eight years for sixty million dollars. Yeah, we're going to see a lot of Vladimir Tarasenko uh, in the coming. I, I guarantee you, we won't see seven years out of those eight years of Ken Hitchcock in St. Louis. So no, we won't. We might. We may see one more. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, who's Vladimir Tarasenko's center? Is it? Is oh, it, it's Laterra. Yeah. I mean, Laterra's kind of unproven. I don't know. I mean, Tarasenko's fucking good, but that rest of that team is just... Well, well what, what happens in three years when he starts asking for a trade? I mean, how the, hell, how, the, how the hell do you not keep TJ Sochi? Like, what the hell? <laughs> well, 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 you know, when you need Troy Brower, you need Troy Brower. <laughs> It's Brower right. power, baby. As if the Blues, if it's the, as if the Blues weren't big and dumb enough, they can fucking get Troy Brower or big Brower power, ugly. baby. Big and ugly too. I mean, I loved Troy Brower in 2010, <laughs> but like ever since then, he's been like any line he's played on has been a drag on possession, and it's just funny. 
Well, they figured that he, that he can score game-winning goals against the Blackhawks, so that's why they had to have him. Yeah, they got to make it out of the first round to do that. Oh, damn! Uh, after Tarasenko, or yeah, it's actually before because we're going in reverse order. Um, Nyquist in Detroit signed a four-year at four point. That's a good million. contract. Yeah, for yeah, him. it is. I, I like can't, that. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad at all because. You're thinking about what Anisimov got. Nyquist is, you know, younger and more promising, and he's only getting like two hundred grand more a year. So Touch, touchy subject, asshole, with an Anisimov extension. <laughs> it's coming, but I had to mention it. Kuznetsov uh, in Washington signed uh, a, a sort of bridge deal, two years uh, for six million dollars. Not each, but that's uh, total. It's what three That's million a year. That's not bad. That's he's a young center. I think he's going to play like second center for them. Uh, mm. That's not too bad. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know enough about the the uh, the caps to really know. Uh, the next guy was Jimmy Hayes. Signs in Boston. <laughs> the the prodigal son returns. Wait, and here's the funny part. <laughs> Captain Big Mattress Jimmy Hayes. They 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 introduced him as like this big physical player and i'm like since when is jimmy hayes a physical player hey, yo. he's he is the prototypical bruins physical player i'm like no he's not he's a fucking mattress like <laughs> come on big jimmy hayes hey yo hey yo <laughs> hey yo uh yeah he's figured. gonna i don't someone said I don't know who it was. Someone said in an interview something about Jimmy Hayes. Like he doesn't know pressure because he he did he wasn't around long enough in Chicago to really get much pressure, and he was basically yeah. you know in the bottom six. And then he went to Florida where he had no pressure to do anything. And now he's back in a you know in a town where if you're not producing right away, you know you're going to be called out and you're going to be criticized. Yeah, but don't worry, day. he plays Bruin style hockey. Oh yeah, Bruin style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Woo! Uh, oh man! That's no, he, he he. Uh, Bruin style hockey is not running around trying not to get hit. Is his nose big enough though to fit in with like Marchand and all them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I I think it's going to be a joke. I mean, you know, I liked Jimmy Hayes, but he obviously is not that. You know, he went. His block said he wants to be a scorer. And that's not what his body is. So, what his body is... He, even, and, and he doesn't what, even have that good of a shot, does he? I don't remember him having a very good shot. No, no, he wasn't. He, he's a bigger player. He's got a decent shot. He, you know, he can, he can move his feet a little bit. He's not, you know, great at any one thing. He's just got size. I mean, you can't so teach Brian, size, right? He's Brian Bickle with a weaker shot. But yeah, yeah. And fatter. Younger. <laughs> and fatter. <laughs> I don't know, Bickle's pretty big. Jimmy Hazing, I don't know if he's that big. Jimmy yeah, but Hazen's I don't taller. think Bickle has like an ounce of fat on him. He's just like a big meat. He's just like a big piece of meat. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> that is definitely Bickle. Hey, yo. Yeah. Uh, so then Kadri uh, signs a one-year deal in Toronto. I guess he's going to see how the... I, uh, I like this deal for Nazem Kadri because he has the potential to be a number one center for them, but... It's a deal where he's going to be playing for a contract, so maybe he, like, reaches his potential. And if he doesn't, 
it's a very tradable contract at like the trade deadline, and they could get a haul of like well, picks. That too, and he gets the, he gets deadline. to check out you know Babcock and Babcock's. Well, that sounded so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Bab Dad oh, Babcock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he wants to check out Babcock. <laughs> so yeah. But he he can check out the system, see if the system worked for him. Babcock can check out and make sure, you know, see if Kadri's the kind of player he wants. You know, it's only a one year deal, it's low low risk. And then if not, they just part ways, so I don't I don't hate that at all. Uh the next three stops missing practice. Well, yeah, well, that's yeah. gonna have to happen. Yeah, I was gonna say if you want a good uh Nazem Kadri story, just type in uh Leafs fan on Kadri on YouTube, and you can thank me later. <laughs> yeah, I did finally look at that, yeah. <laughs> is that Steve Dangle, or is that... No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't no. ruin it for people. No. Oh, no, I remember this one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we talked about this a little while back, and then I finally looked it up and did, and did it. I think that was before we hired Derek. We could have been, yeah. Was... I remember listening to the podcast yeah. when you guys were talking about it, though. It's a uh, shoutcast. Whatever. <laughs> um, the next three deals actually at the time had implications uh, with the Patrick Sharp deal, but then oh, that all happened. We'll talk about that more. But Joel Ward signs a three-year 3.275 in San Jose. Justin you know, Williams. That's, that's a really good deal for Joel Ward because I think a lot of people were expecting Joel Ward, Joel Ward to get like five, six million dollars. Uh, yeah. I, I, his age, I can't. I don't know about that, but maybe more than what he got. Maybe a four million. But. I love, I love, I love all these teams signing these players that have that label as playoff performer, and these teams that are like you know that don't make the annual <laughs> annual chokers. These yeah. these annual choker teams signing you know Mister Game Seven and Joel Ward. It's funny. Or Justin Williams, the next guy yeah. who signed in Washington. Yeah. Who I love, replaces I love Joel these, Ward? I love all these, all three of these in a row. Like I'm just reading it as sharp implications. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, well, that, yeah, I, I wonder why. Sharp implications. Yeah. So Ward, uh, Justin Williams signs uh, basically a very similar deal in Washington for only two years, and then Matt Bolesky, who <clears throat> no one really knew what he was going to end up getting. It could have been five million a year. It could have been three million a year. Well, he signed in Boston for five years at three point eight million, which is this, not as high as everyone thought it was going to be. But no, it's still pretty high for God no. And this this free agent, like I don't know if general managers are getting smarter or it's just that more teams are closer to the cap. But there weren't like really any stupid contracts going. I think it was out. just because the, the free agent market was just shit. It really yeah, was. but you figure you figure that the free agent market shit. A guy like Matt Bolesky, who was considered the best forward available, would have gotten more than, you know, what twenty million dollars. Yeah. Not, but, yeah. I don't know. Just wait either way, you get thirty-two teams in free agency. Yeah, well, they're going to be looking to get rid of Matt Bolesky, but they're going to be able to with three point eight million dollars. They should be able to dump him somewhere. I think I think Boston can nose him out in about year two or three. <laughs> And then they'll, as soon as they trade him, they'll talk about how he was a he was a locker room cancer or whatever they want to say about him. Oh, like Jimmy Hayes won't be. <laughs> yeah, he's got attitude. He's a loner and he's uppity. Yeah, like who was it? Someone that, that posted today about uh, 
Lucic and uh, Hamilton and whoever the other one was that they lost had 41 goals last year, and then Bolesky. Oh, it and was it was Riley, the Bruins. It Riley was like the Smith. Bruins stat yeah. Twitter that Don Sweeney said on a radio show this morning that the the trades that he made it was easy to make because the two guys he got had as many as has had as many goals as the three guys they traded away. Yeah, Jim, wait, not to mention that Jimmy Hayes did that in Florida where no one cared, and Matt Bolesky did it on a third line in Anaheim. Nah, Matt, most of Matt Bolesky's gold came on the top line. He was with uh, Captain Glyzelot and Mumps Man for most no, of the season. No, that was Maroon played with them. Mm-hmm. Nah, Matt, Matt Bolesky played with them a lot, too. Yeah, well, it was most in the, especially in the playoffs, it was Matt, Pat, Pat Maroon. That yeah, roller derby guys. legend Pat Maroon. And then Bolesky slid that was down on the third line, so. Is it is it just me, or does it sound like Don Sweeney is trying to get fired? <laughs> Already? It really yeah. does. Like, who, <clears throat> when the GM thumbs. goes, well, I'm going to trade three players away to get two players because they have the exact same amount of goals combined. Like, what? What kind of fucking analysis is that? Yeah. <laughs> they don't drive for play. Me. It worked for me in NHL 15, so I thought I'd apply it to <laughs> real life. Well, that's how we do it. <laughs> like, Matt Bolesky had 22 goals, but he had, like, four assists or some shit like that. You he mean, like, Brandon Perry play. numbers? Yeah, he doesn't ha- he doesn't drive play by himself. Like he's not. I don't know. I mean, you put him with like David Krejci, he'll probably score twenty goals again, I guess. But well, you want to talk about overpaid? David Krejci is overpaid. <laughs> yeah, if he can ever hit the ice again, because he's injured all the damn time. Hey, you got to watch those wrists, man. <laughs> Carrying around he's... all that money, they're easy to snap now. <laughs> You'd know all about wrists. Woo! I'm surprised. I'm surprised hey. he hasn't been jettisoned by Boston because he's not tough enough. <laughs> Is anyone really tough enough to play in Boston? Probably They're going to hang on to Chara's old ass until he fucking croaks on the ice. Oh, can you imagine if we got stuck with Chara, or if we, you know, we were <laughs> no. had Chara on our team? Oh my god, I'd, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> And, well, at no. this point, dude, there's not much. I mean, he can't move his feet. He's John Scott now, almost. I'd rather have Roosevelt. Oh, that, uh, without that's debatable, the broken ankle. Don't bring up that name. At least it's Chara's got subject. the reach. At least Chara's got the reach when he's standing still. Yeah, <laughs> when he's yeah standing. that looks really good when a forward's blowing by him. That's always awesome. Okay, so after All those. Right, I'm done with the Bruins, Rose, because I love this next signing. <laughs> Jake Allen signing for two more years in St. Louis to be Chicago Jay Gallon. Jay Gallon. Woo! Jay Gallon. Did you see what I asked the St. Louis Blues? On no. Twitter about this? I said, terrific, two more years of curling st- uh, uh, pucks going in as fast as curling stones in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stunning that a goalie. Oh, I've been trolling the Blues Twitter account like no tomorrow. It's well, fantastic. It's not, that, it's not that difficult to do. No, it's not. No. They make, they make their own jokes for sure. Well, half the city can't even read, so I mean, come on. <laughs> They're too busy jerking off to their Cardinals posters. Well, I heard the Rams are pretty good, so good that they're going to leave St. Louis for L.A. Oh. <laughs> they're going to go back to the city they ran from. Yeah. 
Perfect. I, 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 I wouldn't want to be in St. Louis either. Shit. Yeah. The, the Rams are going to leave there. The Cardinals left there. No one wants to be in St. Louis. Well, at least they got a cool basketball. Oh wait, they don't have a basketball team either, except for those shithead Cardinals. They don't. Ones. They don't really. They don't really have a hockey team either. So I mean, <laughs> does Tarasenko know what he got himself into? He's I Russian. know that's what I know. said. Like, why would you want to sign for eight more years in that shithole? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> <Like, geez. laughs> Uh, let's see. Do we have any more St. Louis signs? No, I don't think we did. Nope. They did absolutely nothing. They lost Barrett Jackman. <clears throat> oh, yeah, they did. Man. Yeah, he went to the... Well, you could, we could bring that one up. He went to... Instead of coming to the Blackhawks, he, he actually signed a decent deal to go to Nashville, but I don't know, I don't know what he's going to do. I, I would have taken him for that. I would have. Two years, uh, two million I was each. So sad. I was <clears throat> devastated. When they announced he was going to Nashville, I was fucking devastated. <laughs> yeah, I know. You were all over Twitter with it. You were relentless. I was. I, I was I so ready. I was so there. ready to buy a Jackman jersey and wear it to St. Louis. It was going to be amazing. Oh yeah, we get posters and yeah, it would have been great. Get like get like a big cardboard cutout of his head. <laughs> <laughs> big ugly head. The, actually, the big cardboard cutout of him is the. Uh, is the troll? Yeah, the Green the Goblin. Troll, the Green Goblin. It's a huge. And like it takes three of us to hold up. <laughs> that would have been great. That is that is a chance that we missed. Oh. Definitely. You um, mi- you missed you missed out on an opportunity, Barrett Jackman. If you listen to this, <laughs> he doesn't. He, he barely understands English. He doesn't get electricity in the cave or no. anything like that. <clears throat> in related news, rat problems have been solved in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. Um, the first good joke you've had in a long time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I might as well just sign out do a Costanza. Yeah, I'm done. After, Let's shut it down. If you're down. done tripping over your tongue in the first 25 minutes, you finally made a funny. Congratulations. <laughs> well, you know, every once in a while, blind squirrel finds a nut. Um, let's see. Mike Green signed. I don't. I don't get this deal. Everyone seems to be. Uh, everyone seems to be okay with this deal, and I don't get it. Three years for six million a year. I don't. I think for Detroit, they just wanted a right shot defenseman for once, and. I mean, if you're Mike Green, I mean, he's still, isn't he, he's less than 30 or he's just turning 30? I don't know. what. He is and 30. do you really think, like, does, I mean, what kind of, play, you know, a player that's still effective and still, he still scored 45 points last season as a defenseman. I mean, which, why would you take a pay cut? <laughs> which is you know? impressive considering he Everyone plays else with legs. Well, yeah, but he's, he's on the power play. That's the only reason he's there is to be on the power play. Uh, I can see that in about a year and a half, they're going to be unhappy with paying him $6 million a year. I mean, it's short-term. It's not like it's a six-year, $6 million contract. I mean, it's No, you're going to be paying a guy short-term. 32 years old $6 million. And if he well, can't stay healthy, fuck. At, yeah. what, point, at what point do Detroit fans claim, uh, bitch and moan that they'd rather have Konstantinov out there than Green? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> Is that going to be the go-to joke now every time that we talk uh, about Detroit? No, you can't overplay <laughs> that one, but, you know. 
until he goes crashing into the boards, you know, to try and emulate Konstantinov. Oh my God! It's going, it's going downhill too quick. Next time. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. Um, let's see. Victor Stahlberg. <laughs> Everyone's speaking, favorite. Yeah. Speaking of going downhill quickly. Yeah. yeah I mean. Or, or I mean, can you really go new- downhill if you've never been to the top of the hill? <laughs> yeah, I know. No shit. He got halfway up and he's rolling back down. He didn't even make it halfway. He's about a quarter of the way up the hill. I mean, Jesus. I mean, the New York Rangers, a team that has one, probably the best goaltender or one of the best goaltenders in the world. And their problem is they can't score enough goals and they signed Victor fucking Stolberg. <laughs> <laughs> like, Captain, I can't hit the net if it was... An inch away, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Victor Solberg signs a $1.1 million uh, deal in New York. Next thing they're going to do is trade for Bickle or uh, Versteeg. If they had money. <laughs> uh, I don't think they have any cap space for that. Probably not, no. Um, so that, that should, that'll probably end in about November when they try to uh, put, them, put them through waivers to send them down. <clears throat> that, and that's what I said when he signed with uh, New York, I told uh, Darren Drager when he announced that, I go, I think you, sp- you were supposed to say Hartford Wolfpack. Because <laughs> we all know where he's going to play. Yeah. No, he's going to do the dance like he did in Nashville and go back and forth. I don't think New York's going to put up with that shit. Well, you know what? I don't know. I don't goes know, down, I don't know if Victor Stahlberg's contract is one way or not. Or if it's it's, I think way. it's got to be one way. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's got to be one way because he's 30. Yeah, but still, I mean, one way really is only a money thing at this point in time. I mean, yeah, he's going to have to go through waivers no matter what. $1.1 million, if you send him down, I mean, he's only going to count for like five hundred k against your cap it's if he's more playing in, in Hartford. I think it's more than that. Well, somewhere in the it's, – it's not going to cost him the full one. I mean, it's $1 million against your cap. Even if you get the full cap hit, it's not going to make that much of a difference. Well, they're going to have to pay him $1.1 million, but the cap hit's going to – so they're gonna, in, in real dollars, they're going to pay him that money to, to play in right. Hartford. Which yeah, is the cap ideal, which is not ideal, there. and it's the same thing with you know Morin and that that truck guy. If the Hawks send him down, there's still going to be a cap hit that's associated, but they're still going to be paying Jeremy Morin nine hundred thousand dollars to play in Rockford. Which they'll they're not probably be do. fucking. They'll probably be fucking throw-ins on because you know here. the Blackhawks are barely breaking even, so nine hundred thousand oh, yeah. dollars is going to really hurt them in the pockets. Yeah, uh, Morin and Trop are probably going to be throw-ins on like. Some deal somewhere. Yeah, see that that that's where it's like okay, based on what we saw with the sharp thing, we're gonna get to that. But people are always like, oh yeah, they'll just be throw-ins. Well, at this point in time, who's if you can't get them to take a brand, you know, a, a Brian Bickle, why are they gonna want to take a shittier player in Jeremy Moore or or Trop on top of the shitty the player in the first place? They gotta get to the floor, man. They're, yeah, they're not even making teams. that much money. No, but I mean, let's say let's say let's say Arizona needs to get to the floor, and they say, okay, well, we want Brian Bickle, but in order for you to get us to take Brian Bickle, you need to give us Andrew Shaw, and like, okay, we'll throw in Jeremy Morin and Corey Trop too. Have fun, you know, for a bag of pucks, you know, whatever. Those are still contracts on their books, and if they're not going to use them, I mean. they're going to have to be a little more wise about that than just taking on a $900,000 salary to get to the floor. They're going to want to take a $2 million salary to get onto the floor. And well, that's why, that's why you get... The, that's the why you Hawks are in no position to be saying, well, you got to take this guy too. 
They're really oh, not. No, no, I know. I'm just so being that's an not, asshole. I mean, at this I'm just point being time, an asshole. But I know. But I mean, at this point in time, we've we've clearly seen that the Blackhawks are in no bargaining position at all for anything. No, they have absolutely. They're going to get stuck. Whether it's Brian Bickle or uh, Chris Rustig or Jeremy Morin or Corey Trapp or whatever, they're going to get stuck with something. They're going to have to eat. It's not going to well, be. I, I like what I think it was Chris Block that said it that like maybe to trade Bickle you have to put in Andrew Shaw as a throw in yeah I or as a, totally as a deal that. sweetener not a throw in as a sweetener well yeah because he's young and he's he's on a he's on a you know not not a very expensive contract he's gonna his contract's gonna be up but he's young and he's got a little promise he's been on the power play he's got the yeah, jam and, or the grid or whatever the fuck you want to call it and, and Ryan Ryan Garbutt makes him expendable so God. Ryan Garbutt uh, is the, essentially the same player. They have almost the exact same stats. Garbutt, you got Hartman, you've got you've got all these people that are making around the same amount of money that are Andrew Shaw Light. Gar- yeah, that's all they draft. Their fucking first draft pick this year was another fucking Andrew Shaw. Yeah, well, they have no yeah. defensive prospects that are. I saw NHL, I saw that guy play at prospect camp, and from what I saw of. Andrew Shaw and um, Garrett Ross at Prospect Camp when they were in it. He is not that this guy. Well, that's what he was not described guy. as. Yeah, I know, I know. I and I would have believed the same thing from because that's what they said. But when I saw him in camp, he's not that type of player. What would you compare him to then? There's not much compare. I mean, he's he's very nondescript in camp. Um, oh, I mean, so he's like he's like Joakim Nordstrom. <laughs> well, he's a little better than Joakim Nordstrom, but yeah. Uh, I actually took notes on it. Um, on him, he uh, he was basically like the captain of his team. He was you know in charge of warming up the goalies. He uh, he seems like he's you know he's a mature player that people kind of look up to. Oh, so they're going to trade Jonathan Taves? For no, Ryan no, not that kind of maturity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely uh, yeah. Jonathan not. Taves for Roberto Luongo and. Patrick Kane for Ryan Miller, and that'll be our goaltending tandem. Oh, God, you're killing What about me. Scott Darling? <laughs> Let's see. All I could all I could really come up with on him was he has decent size. He seems like he has a low center of gravity, which basically is like a weeble. So he's he's like uh, Ben Smith, because that's all they ever said about Ben Smith. Uh, he's bigger oh, than ben he's Smith, got a though. low center of gravity. He's Grr. bigger than Ben Smith, though, and he's kind of, a, like I said, he's kind of a leader type. He didn't. He didn't like. He didn't cause any. He's taller than Ben Smith, and he's he's decent size. He was like what one ninety. He's listed at one ninety, but um, I don't know. Like I said, I only saw one scrimmage, so and I saw practices. So it's just I, funny I, to me that I'm going back on Thursday. So I'll as get thin to see as more. they are on defensive prospects. Like, why would you draft more forwards? Especially <laughs> when uh, Oliver Kylington was available when they drafted, I think. Why well, would you keep throwing in defensive prospects and fucking trades? Yeah. Because that's what people want, I guess. I mean, Dallas especially, like, they don't need forwards. They need defense. Yeah. Well, now the Blackhawks God, their defense. number one defenseman is Alex Goligowski, for fuck's sake. Who has an awesome gray head of hair at the age of 28. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish these... Before we get, we're, now that we're going way off the track, I'm going to finish these, these free agents. Oh, I wanted to hear your comments on hair, though, because I know you're a hair expert. <laughs> yeah, I'm clearly a hair expert. I've been shaving my head since I was 25, so. Yeah. <laughs> Just for men. Based on your brother, uh, Pat, you're not going to be far behind me, so. 
Yeah. Oh, Count Chocula? <laughs> oh, that's an inside no, joke. If he listens to that, he's going to be pissed. <laughs> oh, damn. Awesome. Yeah, that's, inside that's, jokes. That's, they're perfect for a podcast. I, that is I'm not photo- going to go over well with him. <laughs> you know I'm going to Photoshop Mike Yo's head Anything goes. It's Thunderdome. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. All right. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I'll pay it like 20 can edit that one out for me. No, no. I'm not editing anything out. Clearly, with the last two weeks of the, or last two shoutcasts we've had with the jokes we've had. You don't know how many times I've almost gone back to the, the Hitler Quenville oh <laughs> comparison. If you just read It's like a knee jerk reaction almost. If you just read the description of that shoutcast, I just start laughing every time. <laughs> hey, I <laughs> call myself out. On it. Makes yeah. an ill advised comparison. Yeah. <laughs> I called myself out on it. I you know, I'm not I'm not immune to criticism from at least, you know, people that have earned the right to criticize me. Uh all right, finishing up the free agents. Cody Hodgson uh, signed a one year deal in Nashville to uh, or reclamation project. Yeah, good luck with that. Well, <clears throat> yeah. they got good leadership in Mike Romero down there, so. <laughs> yeah, well, that's later. Yeah, we got that coming up, too. Uh, Burmistroff, uh, he's coming back to Winnipeg. I don't know what that shit show was. Why would you ever go back to fucking Winnipeg? Okay. I, think, I, I think he's why, just trying to, well, yeah, that's the worst part. Why would part. you choose? You know what? Like, I, I'm going to choose to go to fucking Siberia. Like, sure, okay. That's the thing. What are you comparing? Ufo to Winnipeg. They're the same fucking thing. <laughs> uh, this is true. But on a side note, doesn't Burmistrov sound like a delicious deli sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking starving. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Clearly. We're starting to sound like, we're starting to sound like hockey night now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know. Is a Burmistrov a sandwich? <laughs> the kosher deli beef. Is it an open-faced sandwich? <laughs> it's an open-faced hot dog sandwich. <laughs> uh, speaking of open-faced hot dog sandwiches, Barrett Jackman signed in Nashville. Oh, that's an ice the, cream sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to ice all the <laughs> on his face. Uh, two years, two million dollars. Um, that's you know that's not a bad deal. Uh, Michael Froelich, which is Pat's favorite deal, which is a five-year, four point three a year. Oh, the Kleenex when? troll. <laughs> Fantastic deal for him. I'm proud Michael of him. Fro- Michael Froelich Michael Fro- is worth 20-plus million dollars. Yeah, like, apparently so. In Calgary, he is. It's Baby Yager. Come on. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Calgary Calgary is the only team in the West that got better. Everybody else got worse or stayed the same. You mean like Edmonton? You mean that, that, that goalie uh, acquisition of Cam Talbot? Just wait for the <laughs> Didn't make him any better? I'm telling you. Cal- Edmonton's going to score like... 10 goals a game, and they're going to give up 12. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> well, that's because it's the duel of Anders Nielsen and uh, Cam Talbot in that. Oh, Jesus. And yeah. it's going to be... It's worse than the, the It's going to be like watching the and, uh, NHL All-Star game every game in Edmonton. Yeah. Well, what was it? The Victor Fast and uh, Ben Scriven show? It's not getting any better. I love Ben Scriven. He's a professor. Fantastic. I was just going to say that. The poor guy got no help there, though. It oh, probably God, ruined man. his career. That's where goalies go to. That's where goalies go to die. Yeah, just, Victor Fats 
who was the next up-and-coming guy in Anaheim, is now going to play in the KHL because his career was ruined. So, wait, there's no room, truth to the rumor that Tommy Salo's coming back to Edmonton? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe Mike Comrie could help turn that ship around, too. <laughs> These are all perfect for you, Pat. You're Doug, just... wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going away from the goalies. You're just going to keep saying names. I'll go, if you give me like three seconds, I'll go tweet out a picture of my Ryan Smith jersey. Oh, <laughs> well, that, 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 now we know why his career went down the toilet. Captain Canada. Ugh. All right, anyway. Uh, speaking of Edmonton and going to die, uh, Sakara, Andre Sakara. Uh, I don't uh, think shoot. Sakara's worth that much money either. Yeah, he went. Uh, he left the, uh, the the warm, sunny confines of L.A. to go to Edmonton for six years at five point five a year. I he's got thir- it. He's thirty. He's thirty plus, isn't he? I don't think so. I think he's twenty eight. Yeah, I think. I'm he's, pretty sure he's like twenty eight. Because he's I the youngest he's, of all. He's the younger than me, so yeah, he, he's only twenty eight. Well, that's not saying much. Look at your head. He looks. He looks oh, fucking shit. old, though. <laughs> like, he looks you old. You got a Trevor Daly hip. <laughs> Andre yes. Sakara looks old, though. Okay, he's 29. Okay, close. He was 28 probably when he got but traded. But he looks King. like he's 40. Like, he looks like Rosafall. He does. Oh, my God, he does. <laughs> Andre, I got to look this up because does he look like Sean O'Donnell? O'Donnell's son? Lurch? <laughs> no, because he's, he's, 20, he's 29, but... And he's got a shaved head, but the receding hairline of his shaved head looks hey, like hey, he's like yeah, 40 easy something. on the receding yeah, easy on the asshole. receding hairline. Oh yeah, he does look, <laughs> holy shit! Look at that. He is oh, so creepy looking. Jesus Christ! Now I hate him. I have to give a shout out to um, one of the Royal Half guys, Pumpernickel, because when they acquired Sakara, and they I think they started like zero and three or zero and four, and when they lost their third or fourth game. He wrote that uh, wrote on Twitter, zero and four to start the suck era, and it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think Andre Sakara is worth five and a half million dollars. Like he's a good defenseman, but he's not worth five and a half million. No, no, he he definitely cashed in on this free agent uh, shit show. Well, he was the best defenseman, wasn't he? Basically, uh, Oshiman. I mean, he's old. Uh, Oshiman is old though. I mean, they're Boshman. all old. You know what? Who Sakara looks like? It's almost like if you took Roosevelt and Marion Gabrick and threw them together in a blender. <laughs> you know what's funny? If I just searched for Andre Sakari and it said people almost also or almost people also search for Marion Gabrick. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the next one is Thomas Kopetsky. <laughs> oh. And Miroslav Satan. Satan. <laughs> Kopetsky's career is downhill. He's too busy snorting up the snow on the ice now. <laughs> Damn. Uh, oh, Kopetsky. Yeah, he's a free agent. We can pick him up, get the band back together along with uh, Adam Bursch. Oh, fuck me. No. <laughs> no. Uh, by the way, thanks for telling my uncle go to hell. That was, that was priceless. <laughs> <laughs> no, these guys, actually, Kopetsky's going gonna to sign with the Wolves. It's coming. Oh, oh God. So is there is it true that Carcillo's holding up to see if the Hawks get under the cap so Bowman can re-sign him too? No, no, it can't be. There's no way that they can take think, that contract. I think Carcillo's going to retire. To be honest with you, 
you know what? He could end up in the AHL somewhere. Some team. I just think with all the concussions he's had, I think, and all the stuff. Well, yeah, that may scare people away. You got a point there. And all the stuff that happened with Steve Monador and all that, I think he might retire. He may. They they could definitely scare people away. That's a that's a thing that I didn't think of. But uh, wrapping up, let's wrap up these guys. Paul Martin signed in San Jose four times, four point eight five. Paul Martin is terrible. Terrible. <laughs> There's your bad contract of the, of yeah. the summer. Yeah, he's what? He's yeah. thirty four, and you're giving him a four yeah. year deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and, the bad. That's the bad deal. And here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. I was listening to. I was catching up on my podcasts um, from when I was on vacation. And I was listening to the Merrick vs. Wachinski podcast. I, I heard the same interview, so I know where you're going. And they had Doug Wilson on yep. there, and Doug Wilson was like, Paul Martin was our number one number one target, and he's such a great defenseman. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? But have you guys have you guys ever heard that clip that um, Steve Dangle talks about all the time on his podcast where Ray Ferraro, they there was like a technical difficulty, and his mic wasn't muted, and he says... Paul Martin is terrible. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I'll have to look that up. Oh, my God. That, uh, yeah, that, I'm going to have to look that up. It's fantastic. Uh, uh, Boschman left uh, Anaheim to go to Colorado, which good luck with that. And that's another, like, why would you give a 35-plus defenseman three years? And I, I think that's part of the thing with, like, Oduya. I think Oduya would have signed for enough mu- for a cheap enough deal for Chicago, but I think he wanted like three or four years, and I don't think Bowman was probably. I think he learned from the Michael Roosevelt fiasco that you don't give a guy that's like thirty-four plus more than a year or two. Like it just you just don't. Well, you Especially defensive, no take the beating like they too. do. What'd you say, Pat? I said you don't give him a no trade clause too. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle Roosevelt. <laughs> when are we having him on? I want Never. him on. <laughs> I want him on here. He wants to come on. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm sure he does. His snark, his snark will just fit perfectly. It'll be awesome. He might get intimidated by you. This is my formal invite to Uncle Roosevelt. Your formal invite? <laughs> what was the I'm comment he made about... Uh, Oh, what the fuck was it? I forget. He made some sort of comment at the at the Winnipeg game about Fro League, and it was priceless. God damn it! I, I didn't even it. hear it. So I, you yeah, know what? I, I was sitting we next to you guys because you if know what? Not, after after you uh, after we dropped you off, he said in the car. He goes, he does know that I'm joking about all this, right? I'm like, <laughs> so like, I'm not telling him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can only assume that that stuff is joking because no one could yeah. be that serious. Unless it's a score you know, radio call. If we're not going to have Uncle Roosevelt on, on this podcast, we'll, we'll have him on the Jim and Derek show. No. Oh, oh, damn. All right. So, now we're hi- so that, in other words, we're hiring a Photoshop guy now? Well, it's not like we really had one in the first place. Yeah, no, yeah, fuck no. Up. Oh, my God. Kill him uh, with those fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let's see. You mentioned Ribeiro signing a national for two years. Uh, God. Can Apparently, we just fire let, David Yeah, molesting your babysitter uh, gets you two years at $3.5 million a year. Jesus. 
Please uh, tell David me he's Poyle be needs to be assistant captain or an alternate captain in Nashville. Well, because he he's a got leader great there. leadership. He does. Yeah. Yeah, I'm he shows star. that quality of leadership and. What, what was it that David David Poyle said? He he really liked the fact that he his wife and um, him stayed together after all of this, and I'm like, that's the reason you're keeping him. <laughs> That doesn't even make any fucking sense. God, David. David that his wife just, is stupid. Yeah, you know what? Who's, you know just, his wife's staying with him? Voinov. Oh, my God. Well, it's true. <laughs> does that make, you know, does it make him a better not, player? Let's, because not, let's wife, not open that can of worms. Well, I mean, it's the truth. I mean, his wife's staying with him, so does that mean that they should be re-signing him to a bigger contract? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, he's he's going to go to the KHL, I think. Well, he's going to have to because he's not going to be allowed here. They're going to... if. Although, I don't know why they don't negate that deal. Well, the NA, the well that that's the thing. Like the NHL is leaving it up to LA, and like I think LA has kind of set this precedent where, okay, you release Mike Richards because yeah. of a drug thing, then you need to you need to be letting go of Voinov too, and I don't think they want to do that. Yeah, but they're not going to – I mean, he's not, not like he's going to play. He's going to do jail time, and he may lose his actual uh, – Well, he'll be he'll he be did, out of jail by the time next season starts. He only has to put 90 days in jail. Yeah, but he may not be able to keep his uh, his visa to stay in the U.S. Ah, uh, that's true. That's the problem. They, he may be deported, which is – it's up. It's really just up to INS to decide that based on the charges. They may, they may say that you're not allowed, allowed back in the U.S. anymore. Which and then they're fucked, you know. Then he's got to go. So, yep, yeah, that's not pretty. Yeah, micro the whole micro. Well, yeah, both of them are dickheads. And then, like, I just I I know the NHL likes to stay out of this shit, but like, with all the shit going on in the NFL, you would think the NHL would have stepped in and said, "Look, no." <laughs> yeah. No. Well, it, and this one, well, like I said, the same thing with the uh, the O'Reilly thing. Yeah. You know that's. Uh, they're too busy trying to keep a team in fucking Glendale, Arizona, so it's a little preoccupied. <laughs> well, you know, hey, important. It's very important. That Arizona market is very important. Well, speaking of Arizona and DUIs, look up Nikolai Hobby Bulin's mugshot from when he got pulled over in Arizona. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, well, hey. well, we just we just hired a new girl at work that, like, she works out of Arizona. And I, she was uh, in Indy this week, and I asked her, I said, have you ever been to the the hockey rink in Glendale. She goes, there's a hockey rink in Glendale? <laughs> I, I, I figured that's where you were going with that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's where the Arizona Coyotes play. Oh, what sport do they play? <laughs> <laughs> had the exact same uh, response from a guy who transferred here from Phoenix, too, at our place. What, uh, what is Gl- Where's Glendale? Oh, I actually work. Yeah, I actually work with a guy who came from Phoenix. He actually knew where the rink was, and he was like, "Yeah, it's a way out in the middle of nowhere." Yeah, I don't know why they don't just put him in the same arena as the the Suns in downtown Phoenix. Yeah, I don't know. I think that would improve that would improve the their market. A lot. Yeah, well, for sure, it's a weak market already, and then you drive, you know, you just send everyone outside the city. Yeah, because I I was talking to her about it, and she said like Glendale's good forty five minutes to an hour yeah. outside of downtown Phoenix. It's like going to Aurora from Chicago. The outskirts of Aurora, the west yep, end of Aurora. Aurora, Aurora native. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's gotta, where uh, Stan Makita's donuts is at, so. I gotta add more respect. Scotch. 
to the drink now. <laughs> All right, we're good. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Scotch is scotch. Uh, uh, <clears throat> rounding out the uh, free agent signings, Kerry uh, Ramo back to Calgary at $3.8 million. So between that, him and uh, Hiller, you got a big money duo in Calgary. Yeah, but we hey. have no we have no room to talk because we once had Hobby Bullen and Cristobal Huey making yeah. ten million bucks. Yeah, but now we have a six million dollar goal that we're going to complain about. Uh, Martin Jones signs in San Jose, three years of three million per. This deal is fucking hilarious because you know the L.A. Kings weren't at, were net would never give Martin Jones to the San Jose Sharks. No. So they give him to Boston, and then Don Sweeney flips Martin Jones to San Jose. Oh, it's beautiful. I fucking love it. And I hope Martin Jones shuts out the Kings every time they play him. I don't care if he win, if he doesn't win another game in the NHL, but if he shuts out the Kings, that would be beautiful. Because they will just implode. Yes. Um, and then Calgary, the big, the real big money deal. But Dougie Hamilton signs... Uh, six years at five point seven five million per year, so that's their cornerstone defenseman. Mm. Uh, you know, hey, whatever. We'll yeah, see how I mean, that it's works. A nice, out. It's a nice deal. I mean, that, yeah. if Dougie Hamilton re- realizes potential, that could be like a almost like a similar, like well, not similar, but it could be like a Duncan Keith like deal where he's getting paid like well below market value. Yeah, it could it could very similar be to a uh, Brandon Sad type deal too. <laughs> you gotta bring sad up, don't you, fucker? I'm Woo! very sad about it. That's why. God, if I hear one more fucking sad, sad pun, I'm gonna fucking lose my shit. Well, what are you gonna do? Punch me from indie? Come on. <laughs> hey, we're, we're gonna have like a meetup soon. I'll actually be probably within 50 miles of you next week. So feel free to where? Come on where up. are you gonna call the authorities and wear a nose plug? <laughs> where are you, Where are you gonna be, Patty? Undisclosed location. <laughs> well, let's see. Fifty miles. You could be in Bloomington, or you could be in Lafayette. You're closer in Lafayette. Oh, okay. Within fifty miles, there. you could be in a cornfield or a cornfield. <laughs> Essentially, <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite jokes. Why do Illinois crops way to the east? Because Iowa blows and Indiana sucks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're on corn jokes now. We yeah. should probably okay. move on. Devin Could Do- you just do the Dubnik sighting? So I, I got another yeah. one I want to bring up after that. <laughs> Devin Dubnik in Minnesota is going to lose. Get, yeah, someone's going to lose their job in Minnesota when they're I trying to buy, you know, buy this contract out. After it's six years, four point three three million a year. Um, I hope my brother well, doesn't lose his head coaching gig from shitty. Damn opening. it! That was my <laughs> joke. You son of a bitch! Damn it! Yeah, there's no way that Devin Dumnik plays a six years out in, in Minnesota without some kind of contention or being bought out or being traded or something. It's just not going to happen. Devin Dumnik all of a sudden turned into an, you know, a top-flight goalie after playing you know a 21-game hot streak. Fuck that. I, I, between this and the Talbot thing, uh, I've lost all faith in any sort of fucking... Goalie deal. <clears throat> I can't believe, though, through all those free agent signings, Jarrett Stahl wasn't signed. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even have anything for that, man. No, I don't either. I just wanted to let the silence sit there. <laughs> I wanted to let it cook for a while. The uncomfortable silence. You let it cook. Of a yeah, basket. Yeah. Yeah. 
of a bad Patrick Stankus joke. <laughs> no sound clip, nothing. Just dead air. Uh, <laughs> we can move on, though. Yeah. And then uh, this this last article that came up yesterday, which was fucking hilarious, this oh, hockey God. news article. It's, <laughs> uh, we're not going to spend a ton of time on it, but it was just stupid. It's fucking Ken Campbell. What the fuck do yeah, you expect? Exactly. Uh, where he says, is the, uh, you know, this next year, this 15-16 team, better than the cup winners for the Blackhawks? And, and where he even come? I mean, we don't even know what the team's going to be yet, and all of a sudden he's questioning whether this team can... You've got four defensemen under contract. I mean... The forward core might be better, depending on who they're able to ditch, but... Well, you've got a ton of question marks, too. Yeah, you we don't know many question if, marks if, right if now. They, they may pan out, they may not pan out. You don't even know. So to, to, to start... I mean, come on. Start comparing Well, my favorite now. is that... Well, my favorite is when people are like, well, yeah, the Blackhawks are still going to be good because they're still the odds favorite in Las Vegas to win the cup next year. Oh, because that always makes sense. Yeah, because that... Just because yeah. it worked out last year doesn't mean that you know it's going to work out every year. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, The more and more I think about it, the more I look at it, this, this year's cup felt more like a miracle than the other two. Yeah, it did, for sure. I mean, 2013, they were they were... They won the president's. I mean, they were dominating the whole year. Well, they also they were also allowed to go like seven million over the cap because of well, the, yeah. the the lockout. Yeah, and then in, in 2010, I mean, that was you know they were that working up to that. Yeah, that team was stacked too. Yeah, that team was stacked too because because you had Duncan Keith. Duncan Keith was making one million dollars a year that year. Yeah, uh, Kane and Taze were still on their entry level deals. Uh, Brent Seabrook wasn't making that much money. And you were able to stack the team with, you know, Andrew Ladd and all the other people they fucking signed. Yeah. And it, this year they, they they did something they should have never been allowed to do, which is win a cup with only four defensemen. Well, that's yeah. why I say... That like, should never be possible, and they did the impossible. That's why I say 2013 was probably the tougher opponent in Boston, but this one was probably the most impressive because of the way yeah. they did it. Yeah. I yeah. don't think people realize how tough that was with four no the the newer fans do not realize how tough what they did really was especially having to go through anaheim like i yeah. think anaheim was their toughest opponent by far I mean, if you yeah. look at it if you look at it last year or you know not this but the year the previous year when they lost to the kings they basically lost because their bottom six forwards were kind of fucked Garbage. up yeah and that's why they lost and but they had six defensemen that could actually play uh, and conversely, this year, it should have been the same thing. They had a bottom pair of defensemen that really could barely play at all, and they should have seen the same fate, and they didn't. They they lucked out, and they, they seemed to get... Well, they didn't have to, they didn't have to face the Kings. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But, I mean, you know, Anaheim, no human <laughs> can withstand that many hits. I'm how just many glad. Could a, how many hits could a Ryan Kessler hit if a Ryan Kessler Yeah, you're I'm welcome for that call think back. about Ryan Kessler in the shower. That was the most disturbing way to wake <laughs> yeah, up no this kidding. morning. To the, I hit the, Phrasing. You know, yeah, I hit the button on my phone, and I, I see I got a Twitter notification from Derek Arms. It says, I was thinking about this in the shower this morning. I'm like, okay, this well, is no, a bad like, sign to start the day. I was, I was I was reading Twitter and before I got in the shower and someone said something about Ryan Kessler. So then the the whole like no man can withstand these hits things pop into my head and then all of a sudden I'm singing it to the 
woodchuck could chuck wood song. And, and then I was like, oh, man, I got to fucking Photoshop this shit. And then I was almost late for work because I was dedicated to my, my blogging job. Yeah, you're <laughs> dedicated to your craft. Your minimum wage. <laughs> it's not even minimum wage. It's not even it's slave wage. wages. Yeah, dude, slave you, could, wages. you could pay me in Taco Bell coupons. That's perfectly acceptable. I paid okay. you in free T-shirts. <laughs> It's Sonoga Printing Company if you want to wait six months for T-shirts. Chinese knockoff. Uh, Do you, don't you dare make me go find that picture and tweet that back out. Oh, I, I, speaking of Chinese knockoffs, I, I, when I was at uh, Prospect Camp yesterday, there's this guy that's strutting around in his, in his Jonathan Taze jersey with the captain on it and everything. Chinese knockoff jersey. He was so proud of this thing, man. He's like, look at my jersey. And the thing was like dark maroon. Oh, God. <laughs> and the, it was terrible. You know who... Uh, I wanted to snap a picture, but he he, he, uh, he actually went back downstairs, and I couldn't get a good picture of him. No, do, you I, follow, uh, do you follow Lawrence Holmes on Twitter, the guy from The Score? I think I do. Somebody tweeted him a picture of somebody walking, like, had that little pompous jackass walk going. Yeah. And it was a picture of a Chinese knockoff Marty Turco jersey. <laughs> Yes. I don't even think he was here long enough to get a Chinese knockoff jersey. Oh, he was, because I've seen it on the site, yeah. <clears throat> well, they make jerseys for the guy as soon as they sign, whether they're here for, like, a day or what. Oh, they, yeah, they want to well, hit that market. Yeah, and don't worry. I mean, I'm sure you could find a Jeremy Morin jersey that was left over from his last <laughs> Well, and it depends I, on which I'm number, 27, I'm 11. I'm surprised you didn't see a Chinese knockoff Artemi Panarin jersey yet. I've seen real ones. People put like real, like spent the real cash on those things. And the guy hasn't played a single game in the NHL. That's as bad as I saw somebody wearing a Jake Dowell number 49 when he played. What? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? Do you see Jay Zawaski with the ones he was posting tonight? Holy shit. He had hey, one of them. It was a, a Clem, John Clem jersey. Oh, my God. <laughs> he has a John Clem jersey that he posted. Yeah. Oh, There's boy. a couple of them in there. I, I think uh, someone. Well, I've already said if Taves gets traded, the nameplate's coming off and Archipop is going on the back. <laughs> you f- you're fired if you do that. <laughs> that is sacrilege, man. Just, just think when Kruger doesn't get re-signed here, that's going to be a Michelle Goulet jersey. <laughs> Worlds are colliding. George is getting upset. It's going to be a. It could be a rough summer on my jersey Hawks jerseys here. Yeah, it could be oh, at the rate they're going. They can't sign them. <clears throat> I should yeah. just invest in a Corey Crawford. Oh wait, I'll wait on that one too. Yeah. Just, just go for that thread. Look for a Jay, Jay Zawaski tonight. There was a bunch of people that were posting like. I think it was Tom Pauly from uh, Cheerty Anthem. He said something about his old man. His like a, I don't know what he said. He's like, I don't have the heart to give my old man. <laughs> you give him shit about this jersey that he has, but he had he had like one of those jerseys that obscure I actually, jerseys. I do have to give credit to you know Mr. Mike Yo, my brother, because he did tell me as soon as Sharp got traded, he's like, well, the Chinese knockoff Sharp jersey's getting retired now. <laughs> you looked you looked ridiculous in it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We're gonna get to that in one minute. But first Oh god, I saw the skilly jersey that somebody posted though. Yep, yep, there's a skilly jersey there oh, in the, in, in that the Clem. <laughs> the, isn't that Clem jersey just fucking yeah. priceless? 
Who and why would you buy that jersey? Of all the jerseys you could have bought, of all the fucking people that they signed, you had to do the John Clump. This is coming from a man who paid three dollars for an Adrian a coin shirt. So, <clears throat> well, you, know, you guys are about the same speed on the ice. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so as far as the trade tracker goes, there wasn't much that happened except for there were two there were two deals. But um, Anders Nielsen got sent to Edmonton, which I said all along was going to happen because he wasn't going to come to Chicago. But people wanted to argue with me about that one. Oh, no, he's going to come in. He's going to sign. How do you know? How do you know he doesn't want to play in the AHL? Well, because he said it. He said it <laughs> in know. the press. Someone said that to me, like, when did he say that? Was it officially said? Yeah, like, and I, yeah, here, I, I link him the article. He officially said that. Everyone wants to fuck. Well, how do you know? How do you know? I get, How many times do I get, well, how do you know? How do you know Trevor Daly's out of shape? How do you know he's not, you know? Boy, this has given the uh, New Year's Eve Eve showcast a run for the money. <laughs> so Anders Nielsen, anyway, gets traded to Edmonton for Liam uh, Coglin, who really I actually saw in camp. Really quick on the Nielsen deal. Yeah. This is my problem with Stan Bowman. Why even take that back in a trade for Nicoletti? Because he had to. He yeah, had no uh-huh. choice. As a, what happened? What happened I mean, that's everyone's excuse now. He had no choice. He has no choice now, apparently, in anything. That's what we. Well, no, he really doesn't because he has absolutely no leverage. You can say I don't want to take the guy. They don't have well, then to you force don't get you a to deal take a done. contract. Just, they don't have to force then, you to take a contract. Dude, I would have rather taken Garth fucking Be- Snow because in because it costs state than Anders Nielsen back. All all the uh, Islanders had to do is just let him go. They, they, it's not like they were paying for his contract. They weren't paying him. No, they just had his rights. rights. They just had his well, rights. maybe so, they wanted maybe they wanted his rights because I mean he was a good goaltender. He just. Didn't have a spot for him. I'm, so the, you know, so oh. then they took on a contract for a player that they had, they couldn't do anything with. Well, maybe they were they were stupid. planning they were planning for. I don't think they were planning well, for. Well, maybe Scott they Darling. needed fuel for their campfire out back, so they wanted to well, no. take on his well, contract. I don't think so they, they were. I think like they a, wanted they wanted goalie depth, and well, they making wanted too many excuses for for stupid moves. I'm not. I'm not, It's not an excuse. No, I said we. Motherfucker. I said I said we. Well, everyone. Everyone's making excuses for stupid moves. Well, I, I mean, was, it was Ander, a dumb I mean, move. Anders Nielsen wasn't a bad thing to take back. I mean, you got the rights to a guy that could possibly be an NHL goaltender, but I don't that think they It was already expected, a head case and had already left the country because he refused to take expected, reassignment. But they had goalie depth in case, like, Scott Darling or um, Ranta didn't, you know, pan out. They had depth there. Well, two things about Nilsson. Depth, which basically puts him number four behind, which does you no good for a player that doesn't want to play in the AHL. You're taking no, on a goalie but, who refuses, who will only play. Well, they're not paying the him number anything. two goalie. He's not a contract against your contract limit. So what's the big no, deal? He, well, he, he's a player, and he's a player in your system, though. No, but he, he's not costing you a contract against your 50, and he's not costing you There's no you reason any to money. take it on. That's what I'm saying. There's just no reason to take that on. And now they, There's no reason not to. Why would you... You're just going to take random players on? Just because they're there? If you're not... Well, if it's... it's He's a goaltender that has potential. You're not paying Every anything, goal is a goaltender not, that has potential. That makes no sense. Fucking gatekeepers still is. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm not 34 years old. I can still sign. He's not, I'm he's a free not agent. Costing you sign a con- me up. Why not? He's it doesn't a, hurt. 
he's not costing you any money, and he's not costing you a contract against the, your 50 total contracts. So why not have a guy that you could possibly sign in an emergency or you if something only, doesn't he, work he out? Is, he does count against your organization because you have his rights. You can only have but you, so many he doesn't people. count. He doesn't count as one of the 50 contracts. Nobody counts that against one of the 90 people that you can have in your organization. Yeah, but do you honestly do you have that many people? Probably not. No. Yes. No. I don't know. But it, it, the, the, the point is, they were never going to use him. You didn't know that. You don't know. Come on. Don't give me that. You don't know that. <laughs> what if? What That's if? That's horseshit. What if Scott? Okay, so if Scott, you Darling don't know that. You don't know that Johnny well, O'Doo no, is in shape. You don't know Darling that. You don't know that. Scott Darling. Did, Common sense tells you that that goalie wasn't going anywhere. Common sense tells you that goalie was not going to back up Corey Crawford. Common sense tells you this well, stuff. But I'm he was saying, not going to. He was it, not going to take. In, he was not going to make more money, or he was not going to sit in front of Scott Darling. He was not going to play in front of Antti Ranta. It was not going to happen. But what if it's? But it's it's a backup. But what if a situation? If what if Scott Darling's terrible? What if Antti Ranta is terrible? What, what are they going to do? Bring up Michael fucking Layton? What if, I'd rather what if, have what Anders what Nielsen if, back up Corey Crawford than Michael Layton. And what did they do? They had to trade his rights because he wouldn't play any... And now they're right back to where they started because they don't have any goalies in the system. So where did it get him? It got him nowhere. Well, but they, it was just an extra player in a deal. like, And it didn't cost them anything. They took on a player that they didn't need to take on that they ended up had to, having to unload. They ended well, up having to probably, find a way. And luckily it worked out because it was a team out there that, that was looking for something took, like that. They took him on because they weren't sure what they were going to get out of Auntie Ranta or Scott Darling or even Michael Lee. And they got rid of Auntie Ranta and they still didn't keep him. Because, because you Scott didn't know Darling you were gonna get out into, you didn't know Scott you were Darling, gonna get Scott Darling turned into the fucking uh Yeah, but Auntie Ranta hero. coming into the year, Auntie Ranta was the guy. He was the backup. Everyone was happy with him. Everyone wanted him to start ahead of Corey Crawford. Yeah, I know. So but just, you don't to say know. you didn't I mean, know you were going to get out of Andy Ranta is bullshit. And you had with, Mike Leighton in the Andy minors. Ranta and Scott Darling, though, is that they've both played less than 100 games in the NHL. So you don't know what you're going to get. This is the argument so I've been you, making all along. Now all of a sudden we're, we're, we're arguing against that? First it was, well, you know, he could come in there. He'd be all right. And now we're saying, well, they, none of these guys have any, any NHL experience. But you Anders still Nielsen doesn't either. In case. Yeah, Anders Nielsen doesn't have any experience either. You have depth just in case, is all I'm saying. He doesn't. He's not costing you any money. He's not costing you one of your fifty contracts. What's the big deal? Because it's you a player have you have to get to rid of. It's a player the they had to get rid of. To come Luckily, they found someone that would take him. Otherwise, they didn't. They didn't have to get rid of sitting him. in the system that they didn't need to take on because they were never going to use the guy. They were going to use the guy. He was sitting in the KHL all year long. He had a KHL contract, so he couldn't even come back until this summer. Sure, but you have them just in case something happens. <laughs> they have me in the waiting and waiting in the wings too, along with Pat Sankus, and we're about sixty seventh on the depth Nielsen, chart. Who, won, who was the best goalie in the KHL and won the Gregorian Cup? Oh, let's not even Cup get into what probably, the KHL quality of player is. Their best defenseman yeah. is Kevin Dahlman. <laughs> I don't know. Their leading you scorer is Stevie Moses. Who the Blackhawks wanted nothing to do with, and let him go. Yeah, well. So we're, we don't want to talk about the quality but of play it, it on the KHL. For a team, I think for a team that had that when they signed Scott Darling, and they signed Michael Layton, and they got the rights to Anders Nielsen all in the same off season, all they were doing was 
putting a Band-Aid over the problem that they had had before where they had no goaltending depth. <laughs> and and what did they do this summer? One. They got rid of all their goaltending depth. Oh, they traded Auntie Ranta. They still have Michael Layton. They still have My- uh, Carruth. No, um, they don't. No, Mike they Carruth got... is gone. Oh, did they really? Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't realize they that. They didn't while you were on vacation. Oh, where did he go? He didn't go anywhere. He's a free agent. Oh, he just didn't. They didn't, they didn't give him a qualify him. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, he's no, so they, bad. Indianapolis didn't want to sign him. No one got him. He's just sitting out there hanging in the wind. They signed a, a guy who was drafted by Phoenix Coyotes, and the Phoenix Coyotes let him go, and he was injured yeah, all I last year. That. That's their number four yeah. goalie right now. Oh. Well, they're going to regret getting rid of Andres Nielsen. Well, give it, give it two years, and Matt Carruth will probably. Oh be yeah, because Scott Darling's or... going anywhere anytime soon. The the Golden Boy is going anywhere. Lamont native. Yeah, well, the, the, the guy that that, that everyone the, the meatballs want is their starting goalie. He's going anywhere. Well, that's yeah. what I want to say about Nilsson. It's like <clears throat> once Darling made his presence, there was no chance he was ever going to have a, a chance in Chicago. Because what sounds better, Lamont native as your backup or Sweden native? <laughs> well, that's probably why they eventually trade him because now they realize what they have in Scott Darling, and they yeah, didn't they, know what they had in Scott Darling. They have Ooh, a they six foot six field. monster in Scott Darling. <laughs> As opposed anyway, to a six foot five tadpole in Anders Nielsen. Yeah. Anyway, whose first name is Banked, by the way. If you would have went by that, I'd say don't trade him. Yeah. Anyway, so Sorry, the second the trade was um, Patrick Sharp. And Steven John sent to Dallas for Trevor Daly and Ryan Garbutt. Wait, Sharp got traded? <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, um, they showed they they showed And of course he did Dallas it on a Friday too. afternoon when everyone's fucking you know, they they did it. No, at the it was time. Friday it was Friday at like ten thirty at night. It wasn't even that's Friday like, afternoon. Yeah. yeah, but that's like where where you're in like the fucking middle of the Atlantic Ocean time zone. It was only like seven o'clock here. Yeah. I'm an hour ahead of you, and it was 10.30 at night, you stupid cocksucker. <laughs> no, that was just when you opened up your goddamn phone. Yeah, exactly. No, I was it there was when actually it about five, immediately It was actually about 7.30. It was actually I was there when it broke. Because I was sitting here tra- talking with my girlfriend about cooking dinner, and I completely got sidetracked. Like, yeah, to, because to the I point sent where, it to you. Where I, I sent it to you, and you were like, what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I, I literally told her, I said, listen, I, I'm so... Sidetracked right now, I can't even think. I can't think about dinner. I can't think about anything because I was so beside myself. Because I mean, when it the, wasn't the Patrick Sharp thing. We all knew that was coming. We didn't, you know. It, like I wrote, I don't care if we only got a seventh round draft pick. That whatever, as long as they dumped the salary. But when they sent Johns away, that just a st- I, I was beside myself. I'm still beside myself about it. It sucks. It really does. Yeah. and I don't. I don't like that they had to do it, but. And on top I mean, of it, they didn't. They made a hockey tr- like a quote unquote a hockey trade, um, and took back salary and Trevor Daly. And well, they only took back only half of Ryan Garbutt's salary. Well, they still only got two million dollars in cap relief, which basically they're still over the cap. Well, they kind. You know what? They kind of had to get an NHL defenseman out of this because before Trevor Daly, I mean, you probably even even I even if. They don't get Trevor Daly. I still think it's probably fifty-fifty that they re-sign Oduya. Mm. Because I still you don't, don't think, think you can get Oduya three point three million. Not when Buffalo is offering him five million a year. 
You you don't I think mean, you don't think Oduyo stay for the same salary if he was sitting around waiting that long? Stan, Stan promised him something because you're not sitting around like that, just waiting around, and you're not turning down other salaries if if Stan Bowman hasn't promised you something. Probably not, but I mean, but even that, like, so let's just, I mean, you had to take something back because at that point you had three, maybe four, and Oduya NHL defensemen. You had to get another one, so. Trevor Daly makes sense in this trade to me. I mean, well, yeah, get, I mean, it, it makes you, sense you, if you're going to basically tell Johnny Oduya after he sat around and waited, you know, see you yeah, later. Yeah, I mean, because that's basically what they did. But I, you I didn't have thing, to take that back. You could have I, not taken that back, and you could have signed Johnny Oduya well, once you cleared salary. I think because you would have cleared more than two million dollars. Sure, but from what I've heard now is that. Um, Johnny Oduya wanted three, four years instead of like a, a two-year deal because uh, Trevor Daly's two years younger, and you only have him for two years until his contract expires. So you get Trevor Daly for two years, or get Johnny Oduya, who's two years older, for three, maybe four years, because that's what he wants. He wants three to four years. Maybe we'll see when he until signs. He si- until he signs that one-year deal. Yeah, no kidding. I mean that smells of a smear campaign to me, but well, Buffalo Buffalo offered him three years. Yeah, three years. Million. Okay, maybe they did offer him three years. So I, I wouldn't want that, that doesn't necessarily mean that years. that was what he's asking for. You know, no, they could have said well, we'll give <laughs> but, you three to come here. But most guys, most guys at that age want term over money. Yeah, you know, and you can't give a thirty-four-year-old defenseman term. You just can't. Well, you could give him three years if you give, if you get him cheap. Well, mm. I mean, Michael Roosevelt got two years and a no trade clause, and he's way older and worse than Johnny Oduya was. Sure, yeah. I, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're if we're going to compare, that's. But at the same, I think Trevor Daly, at the same time, he kind of addresses. I don't hate Trevor Daly. I do not. I'm, no, I'm fine with no. him replacing Johnny Oduya. Let me. I just want to state that that I am not but, against but, Trevor Daly taking the spot of. Johnny Oduya. I'm not saying well, this is the same player. I'm not saying... No, no, he's not the same but player. But he's going to fit I, into that slot, probably. Maybe. I think Trevor Daly does a little bit more to fix... Maybe? The Who else is going to fit in that slot? Well, no, no, well, I mean, you never know. He's, gonna, he's, gonna, he's going into the four slot because there's no one else to take that spot. Billy Poca! That's not even going to happen. Poker party. Oh. It's going <clears> to <throat> be a poker party. Yeah, That's if you listen, all, all we have Speaking to of listening to Chris Letty. Block, he did say that... Uh, Right now, the guy they're high on is Gustafson, so yeah, he's already a guy stepping in, in but, ahead of your boy Polka. Oh, Polka. I, I, but I think Trevor Daly, I think one of the reasons they got him back was to, one, get another NHL-level defenseman, and two, to kind of fix the power play that hasn't been the same since Brian Campbell left. So I, If they're going to expect Trevor Daly to take anything, that's not going to happen. He's, he's he's okay, on the but power he's play. not going to fix. He is not going to fix any. He's no, not going to be any better than Patrick Sharp was on the power play. No, but he's, I'm glad that he's certainly not going to be better than Campbell. Because I, I said I agree with you on that. There hasn't been a, a you know, puck moving, puck rushing defenseman on the power play since Campbell left, and that's when the the power play has taken a shit since then. Yeah, it, I mean Campbell's contract was horrendous, but. That was exactly the type of player the Hawks needed the last couple of years. Somebody to bring the puck up. 
Oh, you mean like Nick Letty or yeah, Adam well, Plendenning? Stop with Duncan Keith bringing the puck up on a power play. It's just, it's vomit-inducing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Nick, and Nick Letty did that, but but uh, yeah, I'm talking and about a who hated him, and that's why he's not here anymore. An established yeah. power play quarterback. How about that? And yeah. Nick Letty. Wasn't I don't think Trevor Daly is necessarily going to be that. Trevor Daly, Trevor Daly. Uh, Nick Letty was more carried into the zone than he was a power play quarterback. Though. No, he wasn't a quarterback, yeah. but he could carry the puck. He could carry the mail, which no one else could carry the mail. Well, Trevor Daly can do both. So. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, he's you know not going to be on the first power play. I'll, gu- I'll guarantee you that he won't be on the first, but he'll be on the second. Yeah, he'll be on and the that, second. And and then I mean, the, that second he's power not going to be the cure while Ill's on the power play. Well, no, but he helps. And that second power play unit was fucking god awful. I mean, yeah, sure, honestly. he's going to be better than Brad Richards. Okay, and I mean, I Brad Richards spent a lot of time in the playoffs, especially on that first unit. Well, that's Patrick Sharp, they, they were trying to make something work because the power play was so fucking terrible. They had to well, start yeah, moving people around. Tre- like, like Trevor Daly helps. I think he's probably a better quarterback than Patrick Sharp. I don't know about that. Yeah, well, no, because that, well, that's the thing. Patrick, they had Patrick Sharp playing quarterback on the power play, but the best place to put Patrick Sharp on the power play is in the fucking Alex Ovechkin zone on the left wing so that he could just take fucking one-timers. And they've got yeah, they, set the, they set the one-timers up for Kane on the back door on the right side. Well, that's, that's fucking dumb, first of all. They they need to set it up for Sharp. I mean, Sharp is is a sniper. Patrick Kane is not. Uh, you Patrick Kane isn't a sniper. No. Come on. He's a playmaker. He's not a sniper. I mean, he's got a good shot and he's got an accurate shot. But I oh, he's a sniper too. I mean, he, well, he is a playmaker, he's but a he's a sniper both, too. But, but I mean, I think the power play would have been much better if they would have been. At least the second unit have Patrick Sharp taking those one timers on the second unit. Who did they have? Taking uh, okay, I'll give you that one. Unit? I will give you that one. Was for it sure. who was taking the one timers on the second unit? Was it Marion Hosa or was it Brandon Saad? Uh, I don't. Who even knows? I don't even know. I think it was Brandon I, Saad. I can't even tell you. I don't think anyone was really honestly because it was so bad. They didn't yeah. even get to the point where they were taking one timers. I mean, they were lucky yeah. they got the fucking puck in the zone. Yeah. It so, was bad, yeah. Clearly, the second power play is bad, but it's Trevor Daly isn't going to fix the first power play any. No. And, and that's I garbage, mean, and, they, and they're going to spend a majority of the time out there anyway. Well, the, the problem with the first power play unit is that fucking Andrew Shaw is on it. I, I don't even mind him in center, play. that's why. The, the problem with their power play is they don't move the puck quick enough. They're too slow. Yeah, Everything is a slow... Play. Hang on to the puck, let the team catch up, then pass it over somewhere else. Instead of making quick passes and getting everyone out of position and open up lanes, everything yeah. is slow and deliberate, and everyone catches up to them. And, and they can be fast. I mean, like, Jesus, like Tampa's power play, as fast as they move that fucking puck, holy shit. And Washington is the same way. They move fast. Yeah, it's like it's, tap, it's, tap. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. one, they're like, they're one-time passes. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> what the Blackhawks need to do. Everyone on that power play, is, except for Shaw, who's in front of the net, everyone has quick hands. They can all handle the puck excellent, and they should be able to take those one, t- you know, those those quick tap passes back and forth. And when they do that, and they have done it a couple times here or there, they had great success. And why they continue to go away from it, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you know, and we all see it out there. You, we all can agree on that's one thing we can all agree on is they need to be quicker on the, you know, more deliberate with moving the puck and quicker. 
instead of yeah. just sitting there hanging up, no, you know, faking the I big wind-up. You know, faking the big wind-up three or four times before, you know, someone steps in front of your shot and you hit them and in the shin pads. shoot in their shin pads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking, you know. Yeah, I mean, but back back to the sharp trade. I mean, gosh. It really, really sucks to get Steven Johns, and I hate this trade just because of the fact that they had to give up Steven Johns, but... Even if they would have taken, like, Sharp for Daly, straight up, I think yeah. I would have been okay with that. I would have been totally okay with that. I would have been okay but with I that. But I think, I'm going to be honest with you, and this is what I've heard from... Even if like, it was Sharp from, for Garbutt, <laughs> I would have taken that. I mean, this is what I've heard from people from Dallas, is that they were after Steven Johns, and the Blackhawks said, well, if you want Steven Johns, then you need to take Patrick Sharp. <laughs> wow. So... Well, I don't think I don't. Think I know they were after. Target. I'm sure they were after Stephen Johns. I mean, they're yeah, the, because they they the, already had a top six, and well, like they had one of the better forward cores in in the Western Conference, and then they just have no defense. So I mean, let's let's say any random team the Blackhawks go to, and you're you're going to want their top prospect, and Stephen Johns is their top prospect. Now that Teravainen has you know is basically you know an NHL player, their top prospect yeah. was Stephen Johns. Who would not want their top prospect? You know, so that's yeah. that's you know you know that's basic. Especially GM when he's a right there. shot defenseman. I mean, well, yeah, they they needed that, and and Stephen Johns dominated their farm team in the playoffs. Yeah, he basically won the playoffs for the the Rockford Ice Hawks. If you see any of the highlights that Stephen Johns had, he, oh, where, yeah. he went he I went thought... he went like end to end and wrapped it around in overtime. <laughs> I mean, yeah. defensemen don't do that anywhere. And Stephen Johns, who's six four and what he's two twenty, I don't, I don't even know how big he is, but that he's huge. Was able to yep. you know race around three, three guys and then wrap it around on the goalie in overtime, no less. Yeah, I mean it sucks, but I mean I know it's kind of cliche, but it it just sucks that that's the price of doing the you know doing business. Yeah, it, and it's going to hurt if if. I mean, and, and if it cost them Stephen Johns to get rid of Patrick Sharp, who's still an, a very effective player at 33, what are they going to have to throw in to get rid of Brian Bickle? That's why I joked about that, and it, yeah. it may not be, even be that much of a joke. But, uh, yeah, uh, you, you said it exactly right. Patrick Sharp is, while he didn't have the greatest of years, he's still an effective player. He's got three cups. Hashtag three cups. God, if he plays with fucking Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan, holy fuck. He's a former, former captain or alternate captain. Uh, he was, uh, you know, on the uh, the Olympic, uh, Canadian Olympic team. I mean, he's got all these accolades, and he's he, stay, he generally stays healthy. Even if he is yeah. on the decline, you know, he's got to yeah. be worth something to someone. They couldn't find, in, in 14 months, they couldn't find anyone to send him off to, you know? It was more like fucking twenty four months. They were well, yeah, I'm, I'm like just giving him years. since the end of you know the last year where he had a career year and fun, you know choked in the playoffs, but still he still had a career year, seventy eight points. He was coming off of seventy eight points, and whatever the case was, whether Stan was asking for too much or whether I mean I, I can't seem to think that there was no market for a guy who's had a seventy eight point season. Stubborn Stan. There has to be some reason other than. There was no market for a guy who was seventy-eight points. So yeah, and I think I think what kind of hurt Sharp's trade value might have been Joel Quenville playing him on the third line. You know, even though even though he was kind of integral to that third line and how successful yeah, but, they were in the playoffs. Know, in the finals too, he was moved up. 
Yeah. And he was still in the power play. I mean, he was still used. You know, that, and that's the one thing I loved about Patrick Sharp is regardless of where he played, he adjusted his game based on what line he was playing on oh, you mean like to Andrew make Shaw? that line successful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was kidding. To, I was being I, sarcastic. Andrew Shaw does that to an extent. He just has... You know, he has limitations, more limitations than Patrick Yeah, Sharp you can say that again. That's that's putting it lightly. Yeah, don't worry. He's gonna be he's gonna be top line left wing at the start of the season. I, I wouldn't surprise him at this point in time. <sighs> Could I talk about the uh, sharp trade? <laughs> no, I want to go back to arguing about Anders Nielsen. Go ahead, Pat. That was also epic, too. Pat, what do you got to say? Go ahead. I'll just keep it short. I need uh, need to take a drink here. I'll just keep it short, but I I wanted to let you guys know I got the first mispronunciation of Ryan Garbutt's name on the radio yesterday. Um, We were calling him Ryan Gabbett on the radio, so I can't wait to (laughs) look forward to that. No, it was on uh, 780. I'm an old man. I listen to news radio, dude. When, when I'm not listening to my inflame CD in the car. Thank you. You know, the worst part about this trade that. is that the worst part about this trade is that Patrick Sharp's jersey now looks like them fucking terrible St. Patrick's Day jerseys. I am definitely with you on that one. That like I, can, looks like I hate those green Starbucks jerseys. Logo. Every one of those green jerseys <laughs> should be fucking burned. I hate Yeah, but now jerseys. Patrick Sharp gets to wear one full time. I know. And it's fucking disgraceful. <laughs> but hey, you know, in two years when Patrick Sharp's contract's up, watch him come back here for like a $2 million. Uh, oh, I said that. I said that. Yeah. I said he's going to come back for a cheap fucking deal. And retire said, as a Blackhawk. I, when the when the uh, Dallas Stars tweeted out Patrick Sharp's jersey, I took the picture and I sent it to my mom because Patrick Sharp was her favorite player. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, I'm fucking crying, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I did. When, at one point, I damn near... Uh, thought about taking um, the Amante off my 10 jersey and putting Sharp on the back. I almost thought about it. but You guys are missing the biggest positive in this trade, though. Oh, At God. least Antoine Roussel is not coming back to the Hawks. And, and you know what? And I, I don't mind Ryan Garbutt so much. I mean, he's has the same production level as Andrew Shaw. And it makes... He's only making 800K, so that, that makes... You can shed $1.2 million by trading Andrew Shaw because you have Ryan Garbett now. Or Ryan Hartman or Kira Yeah, but Ross. at least Ryan Garbett's established. And he ha- he actually had more goals than Andrew Shaw did last year. So. Yeah, and he, well, that's... And Garbett doesn't even, didn't even play on the power play for Dallas. And Andrew Shaw did. And they had about the same amount of points. That could so. mean uh, that could mean a million different things. It doesn't necessarily mean he's you know any better than Andrew Shaw. No, but, but I mean he's a positive <clears throat> possession player too. So I mean you know, I I don't I, I got nothing against the guy except for that we've got ten you know like three of the same people. Yeah, and now well, that's, I think that's there's the a log jam of people when you need to be. Shedding. Well, they need to fucking stop drafting Andrew Shaw every year in the first fucking round. Uh, hey, I'm with you on that because I'm tired of it too. Because you got God, you get like you, every year. Every year we hear about. Okay, well, I mean, and granted, the Blackhawks are generally drafting in that 25 to 30 range, but you don't have to draft the prototypical fucking agitator every fucking year since like 2010. Except for Tavo Teravainen, every year 
in the first round, they've drafted Andrew Shaw's successor. It's ridiculous. I'm just glad Kyle Beach worked out. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, Kyle Beach. Yeah. He, he worked out all right. Where is he at? In Australia now? Yeah. Speaking of Red Bull, playing for that Red Bull team, probably. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, all right, we, we've talked about keeps that. It, keeps it up. We'll have the irregular heartbeat Jeremy Morin has, too. Yeah. <sighs> okay, he didn't die. <laughs> it's not like you making the Monador joke or me making the Konstantinov joke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's still alive. I noticed how you shied away from that, too, when I mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, then. I just I went to uh, find the picture of that uh, Patrick Sharp Dallas jersey. Yeah. I just sent it to Mike Yo, and he replied, yuck. Yuck. <laughs> I just, nice. I, I, I just, the one thing I want, I, I want like a, an, an image of what Jeremy Morin's face looked like when he learned that he was being traded back to Chicago. I guarantee he threw his phone against the wall. <laughs> he was like, I guarantee it. Yes, <laughs> I guarantee it. Because to know that you've you've been set that far down the depth chart <laughs> on Columbus, that you're well, throwing on a Columbus, deal like, where they force he, you back to the went, team you came from. Yeah, and when he went, when he first went to Columbus, they were playing him on like the second line. But by the end of the season, he was playing fourth line minutes. Well, when your heart's beating 10,000 beats per minute, you can only play so much. Yeah, they were, I heard uh, Block talking about that, and I'm just like, yep, yeah, the guy's coming back from being like, you know, the well, regular I mean, heart beat, I mean. He was cleared to play. Well, he cleared to play, but that doesn't necessarily, death. just because you're cleared to play doesn't mean all of a sudden you're 100%. He, yeah, he wasn't was near death, he just had an irregular heart beat. He wasn't fucking, um. There was a reason he was rushed to the hospital. Have uh, you ever had Mid-game. I mean, you know, that's a that's a big thing. If you rush to the hospital, he didn't get revived on the bench. Like, uh, oh well, that makes it all better. Still, I mean, you know, the guy didn't pull a Yuri Fisher. No, no, the guy in Dallas last year. I know, but Heverly. I know. We were talking about another inside joke for another friend of mine. He always likes the Yuri Fisher story. Is he related to hockey legend? Um, Mike Fisher. Pat Stank is the king of inside jokes. Tell you what would be more and fun. moving on. <laughs> Tell you what would be more fun than this, you know, podcast right now. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's start and come we already got into the black. I was going to say riding shotgun with Vladimir Konstantinov. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! We're we're at an hour and forty minutes, and we have not even got to the Blackhawk stuff yet. The real Blackhawk stuff yet. Too All far. Right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this is the middle of the summer. When we're not supposed to have anything to talk about. I know. We, we'd probably have to cut the Huey Lewis segment if we were doing the back in time again. Yeah. Well. <laughs> we Speaking of that, we got to come up with some other segments for moving on. You know. Well, if Mr. Harms would get his goddamn passport and come to Illinois. No. <laughs> I don't need a passport. He's not, he's not allowed here. He is be- denied at the border like uh, Mike Richards. I'll be there two weekends in September because I have a wedding and my niece's birthday. Oh, cer- certainly sounds like it won't be tied up in the time you're going to be here. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be in Juliet. That's right near me. So yeah. will I. 
That is right down the street from me. We play Keep your distance, well, actually, son. I don't know if it's... Well, it's it's not Juliet. It's um, Shanahan. Yeah, well, Shanahan. South, south Whatever of Juliet. The fu- I don't give a fuck. Like, right down the expressway from me, though. <clears throat> anyway, all right, yeah. Blackhawk stuff. Um, I did put up the the cap figures just in case we ever wanted to talk about it. Um, it's it's pointless because we don't know what the roster looks like. No, we don't. But I mean, it currently at this time, I I just basically put together what the you know what it looks like now. What do they have? Like they have like a hundred thousand dollars below the cap right now. No, they're four hundred. Uh, they're four hundred over. Four fifty five over. I thought they got under with no. the, the sharp Be, trade. No, because you got Desjardins, you got Moore, and you got Trip. You got Trap. Now, if you look at like cap or friendly or whatever, whatever. Who gives a fuck who that mm-hmm. guy is? If you look at um, what is it, cap friendly or whatever, they don't have Panarin on the uh, roster and they don't have TVR on the roster. Those two mm-hmm. contracts help put them over the cap. For they're four hundred fifty-five thousand over right now, but and they still need three players. <laughs> well, no, they're at twenty-three players. This is if they're at twenty-three players. And this is oh, without okay. Kruger signed and without Nordstrom signed. This is just in, integral sta- parts of the team. Status quo. Well, you know what, what are they going to do? I mean, they qualified Nordstrom, so they're going to have to give him a con. You know, they're going to have to sign him now. I thought they gave him a one million dollar contract. I don't think they signed him. At least, or if they did sign him, I mean, I, they qualified him, so I guess he's he's due a certain amount of money. But I don't think they. I don't think there's a contract. I, I really don't want to play, pay $1 million for vanilla ice cream. I, I, I could have gone either way with it. Now that they've taken on, you know, Trop and Morin and stuff, I mean, you could get the same thing out of those guys. So, I don't know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, right now they have 15 forwards signed, uh, you know, to NHL contracts. And uh, they have six defensemen signed to NHL contracts and two goalies. And they're 455000 over that's the cap. Because they have no defensive depth at all. No. And that's, you know, Seabrook, Keith, Jomerson, Daly, Runblad, and uh, Van Reemsdyke. And then for the forwards, they have uh, Kane, Taves, Hosa, Bickle, Anisimov, uh, Rastig, <coughs> Shaw, Tikhanov, Dano, uh, uh, Teravainen, Garbutt, Panarin, Trop, Morin, and Desjardins. And then they still have yet to sign Kruger. For whatever he's going to be, so right now they can't even sign crew. I mean, they can't sign him, but they're going to be two to three million dollars well, over the con. Yeah, over and the, I think I think part of that too is I think last year because they signed a, they signed players and then they went you know two million over the cap after the Brad Richards signing, and then Nick Letty disappeared because that, and then Nick Letty disappeared because they couldn't shed the salary yes. fast enough. So I think they learned from that, and they are not going to go that much over the cap this year. I, I don't blame them. Because I, I love those people that are like, well, you could go $7 million over, but what happens if you go $7 million over the cap? And, and you then can't get rid of anyone. You can't get rid of anyone. Then you're talking the day before the season, you're trading fucking Brent Seabrook. Yes. Because that's how you're going to get under exactly. the cap. Well, you know, so, you got until October 6th. Well, you know what? You don't want to paint yourself into that corner again and end up having to get rid of... Letty instead of Oduya at the time, or whatever the case is. You don't want to be painted into that corner. If, I almost I almost had a, an aneurysm last year because I was in the grocery store when those uh, that Nick Letty trade happened. I was uh, completely off. I don't even remember what happened. I'm sure I sent it to you when it happened. You, you, oh, no, the phone went off like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Oh, I lost my fucking shit. Oh, I lost my shit. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so that's that's where they stand right now. I mean, they're definitely heavy on forward, so something's going to have to give without Kruger even signed. So they're going something's going to have to be moved. They have to make a move somewhere. Uh, no, gonna I like to... the fact that they re-signed Dijon Mustard. That made me happy. I don't mind. I don't hate the guy. I like the guy. But you know, and then he signed for cheap because they said that they had he had five other teams after him, and they were going to give him a like probably twice what the Blackhawks gave him. Yeah, but I don't know, man. If I'm him, I don't know, man. At this point in time, I mean, he's getting yeah, lost. But, in I mean, the, in the, he's going to get lost in the shuffle. So many years on the San Jose Sharks, like losing in seven games every year. Yeah, but he's got his cup now. Yeah, but guys want multiples yeah. more. More importantly, he's yeah. Women want multiples the, too, but that doesn't mean they're going to get them. He's erasing the memory of Jeff Shantz, so I don't. I don't get it. I, I figured you wouldn't. You didn't know who Steve Larmer was. Next oh, shoutcast. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Next shoutcast. We're going to have the sound of crickets. I will have that sound clip for Pat. <laughs> whoa! Yeah, I've gone steadily downhill tonight. I know who Steve Larmer was. I just like <laughs> yeah. He's playing in the. I was game. fucking five years old when he was traded to the Rangers, you dick. You're <laughs> two years younger than me, dick. <laughs> yeah, Suck it. I was in high school, boys. So according to you, <laughs> Steve Larber is a New York Rangers legend? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. No, well, that is not what I said, you dick. <laughs> well, that gets into the next thing, so let's move <laughs> on past the cap. Um, the Blackhawks alumni, I guess it was announced today, are going to face the Stars and slash North Stars alumni team um, the day before the outdoor game against the Wild. And uh, the interesting uh, the interesting names that were thrown as far as Blackhawks alumni go were Safari Larmer and Ed Belfour. Now, I don't know how Belfour got on the Blackhawks side of things because he won the Cup with the Stars. So I don't understand how that's working out, but hey... You know, Eddie the Eagles is going to be back, I guess. And there's nothing more exciting than a bunch of old guys, like, fucking skating around with walkers. <laughs> what? And Bobby Hole's not going to play? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you want to get the Golden Jet out there for that? Yeah. Well. <laughs> so who's going to be in net for the stars, John? The Golden Wig, you mean? Marty Turco is going to be in that for the star. Actually, the star from I saw the, the listing of the stars and uh, like Mike Madano. Um, there's some no, actually yeah, pretty great. good players. Anti vaxxer racist Mike Madano. Woo! <laughs> 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 Have you seen his Twitter account, man? No, that guy I could care less about nuts. his Twitter account. Oh my god, he's a fucking nut. Yeah. Who's that? Madano. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I was distracted. I'm trying to come up with a great goaltending tandem for the Minnesota North Stars. I came oh up my with God! Devin Dubnik. <laughs> I came no. up with John Casey and Andy Moog. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, well, they're not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's, your, where's your fucking crickets now? <laughs> Jeez. Maybe, maybe you can have. Maybe they can have Belfour play both ends, like. <laughs> Like you know, when you were a kid, when you played, you played like two no, hand touch. Knowing probably had, still in shape. So you had you played two hand touch, and you had one guy that was like all time quarterback. Yep, he could be he could be the all time goaltender. <laughs> Just, I'll yeah. never forget the time that Belfort was arrested in Dallas, and he was wearing a Fubu sweatshirt when he was arrested. It was fantastic <laughs> TV. 
<laughs> Boy, that's an embarrassing mugshot. <laughs> I'll try to find it. Oh. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes fat guys just have to wear, you know, fubu. Oh, tell us about it. How, how does it go, Pat? What? Well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Um, all right, anyway, so as far as, great, like... Great mugshot. Yeah. Blackhawks, uh, there were some signings. Like, we talked about Desjardins. He got a two-year contract with 800. Okay. Fran Riemsdyk got a two-year extension. Uh, I don't I don't have the numbers on that, but whatever it is. I, know I think like, it was... I think it was... One million. Yeah, it was... Whatever, it was affordable. Um... <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. I'm sorry. I typed in Ed Belfour arrest on Google and Hobby Bullen's mugshot popped up. <laughs> <laughs> so did Mike Rivero's. <laughs> God. Um, the Blackhawks' only free agent that they signed on free agent frenzy day was a uh, 27-year-old Russian Victor Tikhanov, who's the grandson of the coach Victor Tikhanov. Um, he signed a one-year deal, $1.04 million. Uh, and teammate of Artemi Panarin. Yeah. Uh, this is, they both, Panarin and Tikhanov, guys that Pat and I both talked about, like, in February. Uh, there was an article floated that these two guys were going to leave their teams in the KHL and come over to, I didn't think they were going to both end up on the Blackhawks, but. Yeah, can we, like, should we change the name to, like, Puck and Soothsayers or something? Like. No. 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 <laughs> um, no, because if you go back to that uh, New Year's Eve episode, we were talking about the Antoine Vermette, the rumor that Friedman had about Vermette coming to the Hawks, and we both said it was the stupidest fucking idea possible. Well, it, it, <laughs> hey, in our defense, it was. <laughs> if Patrick Kane doesn't doesn't uh, get his collarbone broken, there's no way that Vermette things happen. So. We could have not. There was no way we could have predicted that. We we also said last summer that when they signed Scott Darling, yes. Scott Darling is playing for the Hawks. <laughs> there's bigger problems to worry about. Yeah, and I was going to bring that up later too. Yeah. yeah, thanks for bringing that up again. I uh, mean, sorry. I don't mind the Victor Tikhanov thing. I mean, it's one million dollars, whatever. It's they can give. And us he was a former first round pick in the NHL. Yeah, but so, he's twenty seven yeah. and whatever. You know what? I mean, Ben Eager was a fucking first round pick too. <laughs> so chew on that. Yeah. And there's, you know, whatever. I, whatever I just, I, I just want to hear Pat Foley with all these fucking Russians on the team. <laughs> yeah, that's going to hurt. Uh, <laughs> who knows where they're going to end up? We don't know where any of these guys are going to end up. I wrote an article. Those damn Soviets. <laughs> I uh, wrote an article about it and basically said, don't don't get your hopes up all high about these people. Just let it let it. Let it play yeah, out. Don't sit there, the you know, don't go out buying their jerseys. Don't go out though. tell me they're going to score thirty goals because the chance that that's going to happen is pretty slim. So just temper your expectations. Yeah, but all the black, all the Blackhawks PR department is is a hype machine. I mean, look at the hype for Tavo Teravine and look at the hype that I know. I mean, even the hype that Ville Poca gets at such oh, an early God. stage, or the the hype that. Even Stephen Johns had, or that's exactly um, what I said. The, the hype that Mike Marcus Kruger got when he came over—Are you kidding me? Did you? Do you yeah. Does anyone remember, yeah, remember the hype that, that he got? I, oh yeah, oh he may God. be the second line center of the future. Where is he now? I mean, he's an excellent player on the fourth line, but he's definitely not the second line center. He played the second line center for like one game, and then all of a sudden, everyone realized what he really was. 
and now that's where he's at. And he, he, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with him being that player, but you know, how many times have we heard this is going to be the second line center? This you know, the solution to our second line center problem, and one out of ten is you know been that solution. So let's yeah. temper our expectations a little bit. Let's be realistic and just say, okay, fine. We don't know what we're going to get out of these guys. They're coming from a league that isn't quite the NHL quality. We'll see what they do. And and that's, that's you know, let's be realistic about this whole thing. Yeah, Artemi versus Steve. Yeah, all of a sudden everyone's out there getting, yeah, pantering jerseys and he's going to score 30 goals. Hold the fuck up for just a second here. You know, he played with fucking Kovalchuk over in the KHL. There's a reason he got a lot of points. You know, he played against a guy who was over there bum slaying. So Kovalchuk's a fucking bum. Well, this is true, <laughs> but he was over there bum slaying, and uh, I can't wait till they the the Blackhawks bring Kovalchuk over. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's, that's exactly. You think Quinville had ulcers a few years ago? Jesus Christ. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Artem, Artemi Versteeg yeah. he's going to be good. I think he's going to. I think he's probably going to settle in maybe like third line. Which is fine, and maybe he'll throw in twenty goals or twenty five well, goals. I think, that's I think fine. the third, I think the third line is probably the best place for him. Because that, and that's fine. Not, I have no problem with that. But to think he's going to, you know, like they're going to, they're like, oh, they're going to throw him up there with Patrick Kane, and they're going, these guys are going to score a hundred goals together. Relax, chill the fuck out for a second here. <laughs> yeah, you know? I think, I think, you know, maybe, you know, I think you start him on the third line, and maybe he works his way yeah. up to Patrick Kane. Yeah, that way, because on the third line for Joel Quenville. You're not necessarily expected to play defense, and you're going to be put well, into. The I wouldn't say that. You got to play defense well, anywhere, no, but anywhere you play on the Blackhawks. No, but that's probably the line that that's the line where he generally puts people that aren't necessarily responsible on. on you could be hidden end. there, yes, but you still yeah. have to play defense. And you're going to yeah. get, you know, it's like Table Tiravina. You're going to get the more sheltered opportunities, the sheltered offensive opportunities. Where you can be more creative sure. because you're not you're not facing the other teams. And that's you know, exactly what the Blackhawks need. The Blackhawks need, you know, they needed some goals from their third line, and they weren't getting it. I mean, there's a reason Patrick Sharp was down there to try and generate some, you know, some scoring from that third line. It wasn't because he was necessarily being punished. It was more because they were trying to get, you know, something generated on that third line because it really wasn't happening. So... You know, if Panarin wants to go, if Panarin sits on a third line and he can score 20, 25 goals, or even if he scores 15 goals, whatever the case is, that's fine by me. I don't care. You know, he's a, he's a low-risk thing, but you know, he's not scoring no, 40 goals. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so let's just chill the fuck out on that. He's not scoring 40 goals with Patrick Kane, you know. It just, you know what? If he scores 40 goals, I'm going to pull up this podcast. Oh, that's fine. I'll eat it. I'll bet, I'll, I'll bet you. I, I'll eat it. I will eat it with a smile. Because I own the Scott Darling thing. I will own anything that I've said. Loser but... sh- shaves their head. <laughs> is, are, are, is that a statement? Or is that... <laughs> I'm not saying... I'm not saying Artemi Panarin's going to score 40 goals. No, I, I'm just saying if he does. I'm all 14. I don't care. I, like I said, I will fully eat it if, if, I, uh, if he does that. But he's not. So it's... And that's judging, fine. By, and that's judging fine. by his current shape, he eats a lot, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh look who's talking. <laughs> um so that's the Tekin off thing. I mean, Tekin, who knows where he's gonna end up. I mean he could be a center, he could be a wing. Um I was going through the 
I took some time to go through like some of the highlights of Panarin and Tikhanov and their uh, KHL highlights and stuff. I, for the life of me, in the playoffs, I could not find a like. I had a hard time finding any Tikhanov highlights in the playoffs. And I'm not even making that up because I, I was looking for them to pull them. I was going to kind of throw them together in kind of like a highlight package like I did for Dano. I couldn't find anything for Tikhanov. Dano. It's Marco Dano. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Book him, Dano. Hope, I just hope if you uh, do a Tikhanov and Panarin video that you get ex- your credit for it. <laughs> Unlike the Dano video. Yeah. I, I ended up getting credit for it. He gave me credit for it. And then he followed you on Twitter, man. Yeah, he did. Like, Followed me on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd be more excited about Harry Styles following me on Twitter, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was it. Wasn't even like it was an official account either. It was like Harry Styles questions or something. Oh, you know, I got no fucking sense. earlier this week. So I was so happy when Sluts for Kane followed me. That was like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm offended. I did not get followed by that account. I got I got followed early this evening by SpongeBob. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Or Patrick Fun. Starfish. That's what I did. Actually, I did have somebody I wanted to bring up too that followed me on Twitter. That was funny. The hell was it? By the way, are like, you, are I mean, you like actually? Minutes. Are you the real life incarnation of Patrick Star? Me? Yeah, <laughs> you. Sad, sadly, that was my nickname when I worked at UPS. <laughs> hey, I worked at UPS too. I think everybody did. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Uh, Farmland Food Bacon Club followed me on Twitter. <laughs> You have no how you have no idea how excited I was with it. Awesome. Yeah. That's just beautiful. Uh, I'm also thrilled to be followed by Uncle Roosevelt. Yeah, we all are. We're yeah. thoroughly thrilled. This is the greatest thrilled. day of my life. Thoroughly thrilled. Um all right, so anyway, Blackhawks. Uh as far as the free agent stuff goes, Vermont left, we know that. He went to Arizona, basically same money he was making. Uh Richards went oh. to Detroit. Uh Oduyu, we've kind of talked about that. He's going to be gone one way or the other. So that's three. I'm surprised he hasn't made a decision yet because they said he was going to, like, his new team was going to announce it today. And it yeah, there's happen. probably some kind of technicality on something, but you know, it, it'll probably be tomorrow or soon. That's that's because the trade between the Hawks and Edmonton is heating up. <laughs> yeah. That's an E4, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm watching Twitter because if that, if that happens, Ted, for you, Connor you're McDavid. <laughs> no, it's just Corey Crawford for the Connor McDavid straight up. I don't know if you want to overpay for Connor McDavid, though. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just want to get a welcome to Edmonton video with uh, Daryl Cates again. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most disturbing 35 seconds of TV. Yeah. Holy fuck, I, th- I found the Ed Belfort FUBU shirt. <laughs> I'll have to put you that up. You just said that to me. We'll have to put Do that it. up. Um, so some more signings. Uh, the, uh, after the Blackhawks traded for Artem Anisimov, they then signed him for a five-year, $4.55 million per year uh, extension. So they got uh, Artem Anisimov for six more years. Awesome. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I don't. It's a long term for. I'd rather see. Yeah, but Fernando he's twenty seven. Fifteen. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, look. I, I think you you've got a player that's in the middle of his prime. He's twenty seven, so by Quote the end he'll prime. be what thirty three. 
loosely term. He'll be 33. I mean, okay, fine. But you finally solve that second line fucking center problem. Not necessarily. Years. Not necessarily. No, but that's the idea. <laughs> there's been a lot of ideas. <laughs> In the last five years, there's been a lot of ideas. And not one of them, until Vermette really showed up, they... And he didn't yeah, even but, really play second line center. They no, but Mike, they had Brad Richards, who was, you know, a bigger name than yeah. And I, but I think I think I think the difference between Vermette and Anisimov is going to be that Vermette or Anisimov is going to have more time to kind of integrate himself into the Blackhawks system, whereas Vermette because there's going to be no pressure on them to win and continue up this high. No, but he'll Level. you know he'll have training camp and he'll have more time to kind of get into the system, whereas Vermette was kind of just thrown in with what like twenty games left. So I don't know. I don't. I don't mind. No, I, I don't know about giving signing the guy for six years. That I didn't sign him for yet. six. He signed him for five. He just had one year left in his deal. It's, you you essentially problem. signed him for six. What was the rush? Hmm. Is all I have to ask. I, uh, I think I well I think well, I think was it Chris Block that said it? Was it Block, where, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, well, it was Block you know, and the guys they, from Hockey Night that said, well, they wanted to take some of the some, shed the take some of the light off of the sod deal of the sod deal, and, and, and that makes their sense. Shiny extent, new car it, that they've got, but it, it it also you know it fills, you know they they traded Brandon Sod who was a winger, but. You you and at the same time you you know you got Marco Dano who's an extremely promising prospect, and then you you finally got a center to play full time between Patrick Kane who isn't like thirty five fucking plus. We think so. We think, yeah. Again, I mean that's just because he's a good you know just because he's a, a decent center doesn't mean that that's where he's going to end up. We've we found that out many times with Joel Quenville. And the, you uh, know, five games in Andrew when he's Shaw. playing third-line center, and Andrew Shaw is playing second-line center, and we're all like, well, I thought this was our second, and now we got our, four, you know, and everything's well, all fucked up because Joel Quenville's fucking turned the blender on, <laughs> which is exactly what he does, you know? He's yeah, like, what's it, going on? And whether Anisinoff does something wrong or not, he could be playing fourth-line center ten games into the season, and, we, you know, we I, don't know. I, who knows? I know, but it's the idea. But I don't. Yeah, it's all an idea that that he's going to be, you know, the, the solution for six years. I mean, well, and that's the, pro- the six problem. Years, come on, that, man. That's I mean, a it's, lot. It's the thing we've discussed before: is the disconnect between what Stan Bowman wants to do and what Joel Quenville wants to do. You know, or and what Joel Quenville does. You know, you know, and and I like this whole thing that going on. This is a player we've been looking at for a long time. You know what? That doesn't mean a goddamn hell of beans oh, to me. I don't God, give a shit. As a White Sox fan, you have no idea how bad I hated hearing that from Stan Bowman. Because all you ever hear about the White Sox when they would acquire players, well, we liked them for a while, and then they'd be utter dog shit when they came here. Complete and utter dog shit. Ken Griffey Jr.? <laughs> all right, that's one exception because he's my favorite <laughs> baseball player of all time. Albert I'm Bell? about that fat piece of garbage, David Wells. <laughs> Yeah, and Albert Bell and his bionic hip, too. Nick well, yeah, but Swisher. you also got Ken Griffey Jr. What about Jim at, Abbott? Like, the fucking bottom of his career. Yeah, uh, well, they, they I do almost, that, yeah. I almost went there. 
<laughs> I almost went there. <laughs> what, it was a hand joke? <laughs> yeah. Let's give Jim Abbott a hand. He, he was a good right-handed stump pitcher. <laughs> God damn it. I got a one-way ticket to hell, so I don't care. Please. When you join this shoutcast, you got a one-way ticket to hell. So anyway, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's the extension for uh, Anisimov. Who knows? How, we don't, we don't oh, know. Wait, I, I mean, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Yeah. I, I like Anisimov. I thought Anisimov was a good player with the Rangers, but I just don't understand the rush to get a, you know, re-sign and sweep the sod deal under the rug, but whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. It's like we're supposed to forget it even happened. Yeah. That's the only issue. I guess, I, I mean, Derek, you called me out on it. Like, I, do I hate Anisimov? I don't hate him. It's just. I don't either. No. I it's just. I, it's, honestly, I don't know much about him. Something else happens that, you know, makes it sound like I hate the person. Like the Lamont talk with Scott Darling. I don't hate Scott Darling. None I of hate us all do. The, we don't hate Scott Darling at all. That, yeah. yeah. I we just think, ran I think out a lot of this it's stuff funny. was. You know, I don't think they, you know, they they didn't plan on trading Sod, and then that happened. So then they had to go to plan B, and... Uh, oh, and that would have been... Oh, you know, though, God. If it's, that... true, if it's true that there was a $5 million offer on the table, I would have paid it for Sod. The six, I get it, but, you know, I understand. But $5 million, I would have paid it. I would have paid five. I actually would have mm-hmm. paid five and a half, probably. That would probably have been the most I would have paid. It just sucks to lose him because, you know. Yeah, it does. Yeah. A 22, 23-year-old, mm-hmm. you know, big body that yeah. scored big goals in the playoffs. And I don't give a fuck who he played with. He scored big goals in the playoffs. You know? Exactly. He clowns and, Ryan Suter like he was, you know, standing still. It, and, it's not, and every, you know. Everybody's quick to talk about, you know, oh, Columbus, he ain't going to win there. You know what? I think the difference because if, you know, could have, would have, should have. But if Columbus didn't have all those injuries this past year. My God, they're a playoff team, probably in the second round of the playoffs, challenging for a conference final berth. They've got a young core they've of got a players, good, they've got just a like good the Blackhawks going. Did. Yeah, they've got a really good thing going there. And they've got a solid goalie in that that can yeah. steal yeah, their games. Biggest, their, their, their biggest problem is going to be defense, because their defense is still pretty questionable. Well, yeah. they have Tim Erickson. Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, they got, like, Ryan Murray. They've got some young guys on the, de- you know, on the defensive Oh, line. dude, Zach, Zach Rowinski that they drafted this year, he's going to be a fucking stud. Yeah, I mean, oh, they're going to be a pretty good team. And they're doing the right thing. I mean, they're, you know, good, you know. They also that? have David Clarkson. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is a mess they, there. They don't have the uh, corpse of uh, Nathan Horton anymore? <laughs> no, the corpse of David Clarkson now. <laughs> well, at least the corpse oh, of David Clarkson can skate, I guess. <laughs> it's so bad. He's just been stuffed and thrown on skates, and they just push him around on the ice. You just look at Clarkson's career stats, and he had one good year, and you knew Toronto was going to open the checkbook for him. Well, that is the year and, of Ryan Clough, David Clarkson, <sighs> Nathan Horton, and Brian Bickle. And they're oh. all, all of the teams are regretting those contracts. Yep. Other than Horton, who, you know, well, it wasn't necessarily, you know, that's another story altogether. But the other guys are just fucking bums. Yeah. Big yeah. fucking lazy bums. Oh, Brian Bickle. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, like, right at, like, like in September... They announced that Brian Bickle has had massive knee surgery and will be out for the entire season. And they just LTIR him. So you know what? 
Stranger Things have happened. It wouldn't surprise me. Like, yeah. it honestly wouldn't. Like, Stranger Things have happened. Please and then we can don't. go $4 million over the cap and we can get, you know. Yeah. We could trade for Chemo Team and then again, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone out there that's got mumps that we could trade yeah, for? You know what, though? That's the other thing, too. People talk about, well, there wasn't a trademarker for Patrick Sharp. You know what? Fuck you. There's a trademarker for Chemo Team in this this year. Yeah, a guy who had blood clots and hadn't played an entire year. Well, yeah. I don't think there was a trade market for him. I think Stan Bowman created that trade market. Well, someone created it. Someone could create it for Brian Bickle. He can at least skate. Oh, my God. Ah, barely. He is healthy and he can skate. What? What? It, everything else is questionable, but he is healthy and he can skate. I don't know. I've heard a lot of rumors about his knee problems, so who mm-hmm. knows? Well, he, he does have, you know, knee issues, but... Again, if he you had sixteen million dollars strapped to your back, you'd probably have knee problems too. <laughs> yeah, but I'd also play through those knee problems and actually score something. <laughs> if I had sixteen million dollars coming my way, fuck. Oh my god! Imagine how much Tim Hortons you could buy with sixteen million bucks. Oh man, that's well. <laughs> uh, oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah, take back the cricket joke now, asshole. <laughs> God, could you imagine how many Timbits you could buy with that? <laughs> oh, man. Because, like, one Timbit is, like, 12 cents. Indeed. Like a Dude, we're going to have to hit up a Tim Hortons when, we're, when we do the Columbus Road Trip. Dude, it's, no. it's connected to the fucking stadium. No, I, you know, I want to I do, like, a fucking Tim Hortons up in Canada, in Toronto, on the way to the Hall of Fame. Oh, that's, like, the ultimate fucking hospital trip. It is. You should do it. I'm all for it. I'd go. I know. Sadly, I'm using my vacation this year to go to the great state of Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a passport, though. I don't have a passport. Neither do I. Do I need one to get to Indiana? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or do I do Where in Indiana phone? are you going, man? You need to tell me. I told you. Somewhere around Lafayette. Yeah. Pat seems to think someone's going to stalk him there or something. I'll be carrying about 260 pounds of Uncle Roosevelt with me, so yeah, <laughs> somebody may kill us. <laughs> He's going to love this shoutcast, too, by the way, with all the Seinfeld references. Uh, you will be getting a message from him. Please have me on. I do love him. I, I, I have officially invited him on. I have officially invited Uncle Oh, we'll, we'll have him on at some point. We just got to... We just gotta, uh... We've got time to fill in the summer. If Derek could stay up till quarter to one doing a shoutcast, Uncle Roosevelt could stay up till midnight doing a shoutcast. But it's going to be later than quarter to one because we're not done with the goddamn outline yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to edit this and, and I, get it up. I still fuckers. have a, uh, another Chick-fil-A sandwich here waiting to be eaten. So. Boy, that's got to be tasty after sitting on the desk for two hours. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's go. Let's finish this shit up. <laughs> um... <laughs> it will still be eaten. <laughs> Rockford signed a couple of, or Rockford had a couple of uh, depth moves. Michael uh, Liabas, who I guess is some face puncher. I don't know who the fuck he is. Um, Cameron Schilling, who's a defenseman, signed who? a two-year deal. Yeah. Uh, a curious signing, which was Dennis Rasmussen, re-signed it for another year, which I don't know why he did. Cause yeah, because... Wasn't he rumored to be going back to Sweden? He was and then... talking with teams in Sweden. He was very unhappy with his playing time. 
And then they must have promised him. They must have promised him a bigger role. And then they uh, traded for a bunch of forwards. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when so the Blackhawks. I love it when the Blackhawks do it. Yeah, we'll give you plenty of playing time. <laughs> they nope. trade for four forwards for, <laughs> for shitty depth forwards. <coughs> oh, what the fuck! You can only laugh at this point in time. Yeah. It's getting late. Uh, and then the Blackhawks. They also signed uh, David. What is it? Ciampini? I guess that's how you say his name. He's in camp. And then Mark Visitin, who is... He was that goalie for... Yeah, he was a draft pick of the Phoenix. Uh, He didn't pan out there, and then he was hurt all last season. Put a dollar in the jar. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Arizona school halfway through our new jerseys just say, fuck it. Yeah. Those jerseys are fucking horrid. Uh, <clears throat> I so, I guess there's some potential with this Vicenna guy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shoot him down like I did Scott Darling. I'm gonna leave that alone <laughs> because they're gonna say if, no, if Mark Vicenna shoot him down because then he'll turn into some like <laughs> big name prospect that they can trade and. If Mark Vicenna is playing with the Blackhawks, we're in some serious trouble. Just wait till they yeah. trade Crawford and the goaltending tandem is Darling and Vicenna. Indeed, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That we're all going to need that because our eyes are going to be bloodshot red from crying after all the goals that go in. Oh, Derek did pass on that information about uh, Dennis Godla tonight. Oh yeah, Dennis Godla. He's coming over to the U.S. somehow, somehow, yeah. some way. Come on, Stan. You Do could it. sign a minor. You could sign him to a minor league contract. He's only twenty years old. You could send him to an entry level deal. Come on, pull, pull the trigger, Stan Bowman. He's yeah. more interested in trading for Jeremy Morin again. Daniel Ciampini and Cameron Schilling and Michael Liabas. <laughs> they're gonna trade. They're gonna trade Jeremy Morin to the Ottawa Senators and then trade for him back. <laughs> they're gonna trade him for uh, Craig Anderson. <laughs> and halfway through the season, they're gonna trade Visitin and uh, back to Ottawa or uh, to Ottawa for Morin. <laughs> I think they're just fucking with Morin now. Ryan Petulmi. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. I brought out the Pisani <laughs> reference and how you bring that one up. <laughs> Woo! Uh, that deserves a woo for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing was we've already definitely talked about Kruger is just waiting for Bowman to clear up space so I they can have, sign him. I have no fucking fingernails left. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, about I... To start gnawing on fingers, assholes. You know, it sounds I, like to me, like, Kruger... I think the money's there. I just think they're, the disagreement may be on term. I don't even know if there's a disagreement. They don't want to sign the contract until they just clear up the fucking space. I think it's all done. I think it's all done in principle. I honestly do. That they're ready to go. Um, they just want to clear up the I, space I, first. I, I just don't know if I'd sign Kruger for more than two or three years. Oh, and no. I know that hurts I wouldn't you, either. Patty. But, That's um, right. The market value of that jersey will have gotten, you know played out so that's fine i I just don't as badly as he gets murdered every game no i how long is he actually gonna last he's a role player i mean i wouldn't sign him to a five-year deal either i the longest i would go is probably three i'm not a big i'm not a big fan of any deal bigger than like three years at this point especially for a guy like kruger you know role player those guys come and go i mean it is what it is the guy the guy gets murdered at least once a game like how long how many games can he actually get murdered and then get back up and keep playing? I'm still waiting for my Kenny photoshopped into a Blackhawks Kruger jersey photoshop. <laughs> but 
Oh, well, you can uh, put your request um, in the uh, in the box. <laughs> Is this going to be like fucking Sonoga Printing Company six months later? You're just going <laughs> to surprise me with it? Pretty much. You know what? I'm going to like put it on my calendar. <laughs> just, like, on your pulpit calendar? Yeah. It's not a calendar. It's a poster. Oh. Does he have that Did I ever tell you the story about how I got that poster? Unfortunately, I think we're out of time tonight. <laughs> No, like, just <laughs> one, I guess I was, you know, I followed the Rockford Ice Hogs on Twitter, and Everybody. they were having, like, a social media day, and they were just randomly picking followers to win, you know, Rockford Ice Hog shit, and I won a Billet Poker post. It's funny that me and Pat have never been picked for anything. Yeah, <laughs> well, I got a little uh, problem with the Rockford Ice Hogs, because the time I was there, they won, and Culver's had, like, a giveaway for an ice cream, then, but it was the next day, so they wouldn't give it to me the night they won. Well, dude, they have a Culver's in Rockford? Uh, I was saving my shout-out for the person who was informing me of all the places to eat in Rockford for the shout-outs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was informed there's a plethora of places now other than the Rockford, Ol- Rockford Olive Garden. Hmm. Uh-oh, I think we... Uh... We almost have breaking news. What's Uh-oh. that? Well, from what Greg Boyson says, he hears rumblings that the Oduya to Dallas is a done deal. Oh, Christ. Oh, <clears throat> fuck. So basically we traded Sharp and Oduya and... <laughs> and got a fucking bionic hip defenseman in yeah. return. Well, yeah, so there's that. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Um, Nothing like all your fucking players going to a division rival. Yeah, no shit. Uh... Uh, and the last thing was uh, Prospect Camp is going on this week. Kind of mentioned some of the players. Uh, I went Monday. I watched the scrimmage, and I watched the practices of the two teams that have the free agents. And then there's a third team that's got all their top-end prospects. I didn't stay that long because they were running late. And then Marco Dano didn't even play in any of the um, scrimmages. He's not going to. The C team doesn't play in any of the scrimmages. That's and sad. The C team is all. C team is basically um, all their top end prospects like McNeil. Let's see, Dano, Bond, Kalnan, um, Haggerty, Hinnestroza, Carroll. Oh, I saw somebody. Somebody said that Kyle Bond can't skate for shit. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, so no, it was uh, what's his face, Sean uh, Fitzgerald. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was Diesel. He said, "Yeah, yeah." yeah he said that uh, Kyle Bond looks like he can't skate, which is no big surprise to me. Um, How did uh, Mikhail Yakupov do? Because I've heard that we're still waiting for him to break through. <laughs> I don't know. He was. I wasn't over in Russia. Fifteen years later. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as what happened uh, the day I was there, let's see. Um, on Team A, Radovan Bandra, who was a late round pick, I think it was like sixth, seventh round pick. He's actually a big boy. He actually had some good hands, and he was playing with um, Anthony Lewis and Nick Schmaltz. Um, he, he looked all right. Uh, who else? There? This Woody Hudson guy. Um, he's something else. Uh, he fought on uh, Monday, and he fought again today. Uh, he's, he's basically a 6'3", 220-pound Andrew Shaw type. Um, <clears throat> yes, he's a little noticeable because he's African-American. So he is very noticeable out on the ice, but that has uh, nothing That's to do with his play, and his play uh, is v- definitely of the 
sandpaper grit and uh, jam. Uh, well, so what a, you're saying is he's he's going to make the team out of camp. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. You, you know God what? Because the way from what I saw on Monday, he was everywhere, and he, it's not like he wasn't where the puck was at either. But he was all over the place. The man shitter. Whatever, whatever happened to the man shitter? Do we still have the man shitter? Yes, we do. Unfortunately, yes, we do. Um, anyone else? Oh, hey, it's it's. I'm watching the. I just turned on the Blackhawks versus Wild game four. You know, from the Stanley Cup playoffs. I've heard year. rumors they might win that game. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you. And, and you know, the Wild were so close in that series, even though they never held the lead. <laughs> yeah. That's got that's a fun game to watch on a their fa- their Tuesday fans night. their fans fucking believe that that series against the Blackhawks was close even though they never led. Yeah. <laughs> Single fucking bucket. high. <sighs> and uh, let's see anyone on team B. <laughs> uh that J- that Japanese player was out there. He scored a goal today. Yeah, I he, did. he scored today. Uh he didn't really stand out but he it's not like he was you know, he was just he, he fit in uh, on Monday. Graham, not is he? Is he like a? I'm I'm a, This might come off as racist. I'm assuming <laughs> he's like a smaller guy. <laughs> I'm assuming he's not very big. Like he's a... <laughs> Damn. Uh, no, he's actually not that small. He's six foot. But he's just he's on the thin side, but he's six foot oh, tall. Okay. So. So he's like a because Tavo's almost six foot, but he's just slight. He's he doesn't look that small. Um, mm-hmm. he, he, I mean, yeah, compared to some other players. Oh, oh shit! This is where Roosevelt broke his ankle. They're carrying <laughs> him off the ice. Oh, oh, oh no! <laughs> oh no! I missed that oh. when it happened too. Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, God, oh. You know what, Kevin is probably thinking right there. Hey guys, I thought that would be me by now. <laughs> Yikes. You need to get uh you need to get the uh Hey look, Vickle's skating. <laughs> Sadly Roosevelt could Oh my You need to get the rest uh, that the clip of uh that wrestling announcer, I can't think of his name. Oh my god! <laughs> the dude with the fucking cowboy hat. Oh my god! Name. <laughs> yeah, yes! I you haven't heard that? I've been playing it for two weeks. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I heard that so one. Cool. I they are. Yeah, Jr. Yes, yes. Oh my God! What impact! <laughs> uh, he's got the steel chair. Oh, <laughs> hey, he's right to hell. Chuck slam to hell. <laughs> um. So anyway, oh, oh, the Wild just scored. <laughs> <laughs> and Odia with a shitty ass attempt to clear in the puck. <laughs> Get to beat to the front of the net. Yeah, I'm not going to miss that. Nothing like a recorded podcast of a game that was played two months ago. You know, we should yeah, do I that sometime. Like, we should record a live recording of us watching a, a game. Did you like, not hear the done. podcast we did when the uh, Sharks and Ducks were on? Oh, God. No. We were laughing oh, so oh, no, hard. I remember that one. Yeah. yeah. I remember that one. That was where they knocked it into their own net. That was where the Emmy <laughs> Ilya got lit the stole the show. Yeah. <laughs> No, but, yeah. like, we should do, like, a live recording of us, like, commentating on a Blackhawks game. That'd be Just fun. So you know, I got well, that, two that would actually be them. best for a road watch kind of thing, but, yeah. <laughs> got we could set it up at the bar and then watch it. Oh, look, it's the corpse of Ryan Suter. Look at that. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> uh, 
Oh god, I, I almost said something really bad there. <laughs> Great. Is it another, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a death joke? <laughs> oh, this is god. what happens when you watch insult comedy and roasts all the time. Alright, that's enough. I'm, I'm done with the... <laughs> I'm done with the prospect camp. No one cares. I'll have a wrap-up one uh, after I see uh, everything on Thursday. Because <clears throat> I'll actually get to see the rest of the guys on Thursday. Anyone goes I, I, I will say I'm pretty excited for Marco Dano. Honestly. I am too. These, I, I, okay. That's why I put that put together that uh, that highlight package. So it would be nice for everyone to be able to see all of his goals and everything. I tried to do the same thing with Panarin, but it was those highlights. Slim pickings. Slim pickings. Well, the highlights are hard to pick. You know, it's easier to pick apart. NHL highlights than it is KHL highlights. Well, then you got to worry about getting a goddamn computer virus. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. yeah. You don't want the Soviets coming after you. Yeah. No shit. So that wraps things up. Yeah, just so you know, oh. people are actually asking oh. me. Um, I'd like to listen to the shoutcast if you guys ever posted. I had, I had to inform people, we're actually still recording. <laughs> if we ever post it. Because we just record it and we put it in the vault for 30 years down the road. Oh, so, there you go. Fucking bad Brent Seabrook turnover. Oh, Jesus. No, I'll trade him. Trade I just him. hope Roosevelt bounces back and he's a nice, solid sixth defenseman on the Hawks this year. No! <laughs> no! Oh. No, dude, he's probably never, like, if he was already slow. How slow is he going to be after this fucking ankle surgery? Like, come on. Yeah. I was impressed with my speed after taking four years off of hockey, so. Seems like no one else was, though. Yeah, but when you have a big round body and you bend over and you skate downhill, you tend to have some speed. <laughs> All right, that's it. Will has to jump in and back me up on that. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a fan of the shell kiss. He's not a fan of you. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and that's As for I my was boy dying Will. on the bench. <laughs> that's for my boy. <laughs> yeah, my boy Will. <laughs> he, he's a big, uh, big fan of Ric Flair. Oh look, it's the obligatory Duncan Keith Ice Time graphic. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Oh. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. Is even sweating? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he ever broke a sweat in any of the games he played. And, and again, the worst part is I make fun of him the whole playoffs, but the best picture of the playoffs was him hoisting the cup. <laughs> it's just how it works out. That's yeah. my computer background on my work computer. It's beautiful. Yeah, and, and everybody on the Hawks is clapping, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not Billy Polka and his awesome facial features. So at our 227-minute <laughs> mark... <laughs> Fuckers. Let's just keep it going. We got two more minutes till one a.m. <sighs> one a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Yeah, and I still got to. I still got to edit this thing and get it up. Uh, who fucking who? You don't edit it. Come on. You exactly. Yes, I do. Fuckers. Mm. So wrapping things like, up. You should do like. You should like just put it. Throw in like random bleeps. It <laughs> just like. Oh, like they do on uh, what, what? unnecessary censorship. Yeah, unnecessary censorship. Yeah. Even though you should probably censor half the shit. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Some of it's not unnecessary. You should yeah. put me on like a five-second delay. <laughs> Are you kidding? You've been on a five-second delay for 34 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure your brain is on a permanent five-second delay. I bet, I bet you guys can't wait till my number 35 for the episode next week. 
for next oh, time. God. I can only imagine. They're slim pickings there, buddy. <laughs> I could dig one up. <laughs> Clearly. And there's so, Patrick Sharp missing the net again. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not going to oh, miss those. We, uh, if there's anyone that's still listening. <clears throat> <laughs> Wrapping up, you can find us on the Twitters, uh, Puck and Hostel. You can find uh, my cohort, Pat, on the Twitters at Patrick underscore Stankis. Uh, Mr. Photoshop Guru at harms underscore Derek. If you get a chance, head over to iTunes, rate and review us. Shoutouts, Committed Indian, Forklift CT and the Crew at Hockey Night, Chris Block and third, third Man in Puck Chatter Radio, Cheer the Anthem, Keith and the Crew at Blackhawk Up, Greg Boyson and the Crew at Let's Go Hawks.net, Jim Crest Jr. and CityOnTheTake.com, uh, Mike Figueroa at Fig Sig Arts, Jersey John at Black and Tan Sports. Pat, how about you? Oh, shit, sorry. I was texting somebody. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout outs to Glad you could pay attention I, I, Normally you ramble when you do that So um, <laughs> quick shout out to uh, My buddies over at Four Feathers on Facebook Shut okay. up Derek Sorry I got disconnected there Oh, uh, Shout out to the guys at Four Feathers uh, And Sorry I'm not on Twitter I don't have your Twitter name But shout out to the person who lives in Rockford Or Rock Vegas as we call it And is now informing me that there is other places to eat other than the Rockford Olive Garden. Um, so when we do a Puck and Hustle road trip up there, we now have a choice of Taco Bell, Sonic, and apparently now some adult film actress is going to be... Ginger Lynn, up. baby. Yeah, so who knew? Who She's going to be in a Rob Zombie flick. Yeah. Who knew that Rockford had all that to look forward to? Um, and also the Culver's up there, big shout out to them. Uh, shout out to Books Hockey for complaining that the shoutcast wasn't up yet. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I wonder why. I had another one too. Son of a bitch, I forgot. Whatever. Oh, Derek, really quick. If you're the Photoshop guru, does that mean you're related to the love guru, Mike Myers? <laughs> no. Good lord, no. <laughs> All right, I'm done. How about you, Derek? You got any shout outs? Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Ryan Kessler of the Anaheim Ducks um, for putting up for putting up with my incessant trolling and not blocking me. Uh, probably because he he's got you. Blocked. He's got you on mute. I'm sure. I'm well, probably, but he hasn't blocked me yet, and I, I consider that an achievement. I you know. set the bar low, and. and I, I, I do want to call him out, though, because he he went on Periscope a few times, and I wanted to troll him on Periscope, but he was only on there for, like, 30 seconds. So I couldn't troll him on Periscope. I was disappointed. You're, like, some kind of weird stalker. Uh, you know what? Yeah, he kind of deserves it, though, because he's a <laughs> douche. Um, and then, uh, you know, shout out to all our groupies out there, you know. That's good. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I do. I Some grade A trolling right there. The last <laughs> shout out I wanted to say to. Uh... <laughs> 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 As we go silent. <laughs> You got any, were you saying something before he interrupted you? <laughs> yeah, but uh, it took me a second there because it, it had to hit me in the head before I... <laughs> um, I my, my last shout-out was uh, 
Thank you to Patrick Sharp for 10 fantastic years as a member of the Chicago yes. Blackhawks. I agree. We are going to miss yes. Sharpie. And, uh, Amen, and uh, dude. apparently now, too. Thanks so we're to all Greg the hussies Boyson. on the north side. And apparently, thanks to Greg Boyson for the breaking news. Thank you to Johnny Oduya for your services and being patient, waiting for the Blackhawks to just fuck you out of some money, apparently. So, you know. Uh, oh, is it actually official now? I don't know. Probably. People I, are gonna I, listen I, to this I tomorrow, just seen the, heard the rumblings that Oduya to Dallas is a done deal. Yeah. I wonder if he took yes, less. Thank you, thank you to Patrick Sharp. I should say that too. Uh, to me, I grew up in a time when the Blackhawks were terrible, and to me, Patrick Sharp was the beginning of the turnaround of this team. And you will always be a Blackhawk. I don't care just, just where you finish your career. Patrick Sharp for Matt Ellison. I was just going to say, I, I wanted one last shout out to Matt Ellison. You know what? I saw I saw something where someone signed Matt Ellis to like a, a minor league deal. Yeah, Ufa. He's playing, oh, in Ufa. The junior, he's playing in the junior KHL league. Oh, Jesus. I thought you were going to say you saw Matt Ellison at a drive-thru at a McDonald's. <laughs> Ooh, man. I, yeah, the whole Russian hot <laughs> KHL is kind of a touchy subject with me, so. Just cut me off. I'm done. Yeah. I was going to say, I hope they drive to games in the, the junior league of the KHL. <laughs> I fought with a guy for three days about the, the K level play at the AHL. Oh, the and KHL. I, I, I have a shout out to drunk Zach Parise for following me on Twitter. <laughs> wow, that's a random one. <laughs> I know. I got followed by drunk Zach Parise. Oh. Next thing you know, I didn't know Zach Parise was even like a drinker enough to drink. Yeah, (laughs) but apparently is. And he thought I was funny enough to follow me on Twitter. So shout out to drunk Evgeny Kuznetsov. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Farmland Foods Bacon Club for following me, too, by the way. (laughs) Thanks, everybody, for listening, supporting us. Good night. And don't be a meathead. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.